Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Recorded live. This Access code accepted. There are 15 participants in this conference. I give myself away so you can make me
God, we thank you for this night. Thank we you, God. thank you, oh God. Oh, God. Hallelujah. Mm-hmm. For grace. We thank you for mercy, oh God. We thank you for your faithfulness towards us, oh God. We thank you for giving us the opportunity just to be able to come before your presence once more. Oh, In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Oh God, I thank you for this night. I thank you, oh God. Hallelujah. For what you're doing right now, oh God, and for what you're about to do in the name of Jesus. Glory to your holy name. I praise you, God. I worship you, God. I honor you, oh God. I honor my God. I praise you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. God, my God, I praise you. Hallelujah. I praise you. Have your way, God. Have your way. Have your way, God. Have your way. With all the nothing, with all the nothing, oh God. Hallelujah. Oh God, have your way tonight. Have your way. Let your will be done tonight. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. My God. My God, oh God, oh God, oh God, have your way, Lord, have your way, have your way, have your way, God, have your way, have your way, have your way. All about you, Jesus, God, nothing else matters, God. Oh, God, I feel something, there's something, there's something, there's something, there's something, hallelujah, there is something, oh God, have you.
call my friend up for this big thing. Well, you're going to be a tough one. Well, you are good. Oh, Lord. God. It's great. A kind of glory.
Father, I praise mm. you once more. I mm. praise you once more. Hallelujah. Mm. Father, now I ask, oh God, that you will wash me and cleanse me from all unrighteousness. Father God, forgive me of my many sins, O God, known and unknown, in the mighty name of Mm. Jesus. Father God, even now I ask, O God, hallelujah, that you will bind up every distracting demons tonight in the name of Jesus. I ask, O God, that every interfering demons, O God, that you will bind them up in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, so that, Lord God, your people can receive hallelujah. Your people need to receive the word tonight, O oh God. So whatever is standing in the way, O oh God, I ask, O oh God, that you remove it right now in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Lord God, even now I thank you, Lord God, for your woman servant, Minister Solutia Lodge, O oh God, that's about, O oh God, hallelujah, O oh God, to be obedient and release what thus says the Lord. Father God, I ask that you anoint her. Oh God, afresh from the crown of her head to the soles of her feet in the name of Jesus. Lord God, I ask even now, hallelujah, oh God, hallelujah, that you will use her tonight like never before in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord God, let your anointing, oh God, hallelujah, penetrate her very being, oh God, in the name of Jesus. Lord God, speak through your servant, oh God, like never before in the mighty name. Of Jesus, I thank oh, you for yes, choosing Lord. her for this night. Oh, I thank you, Lord God, Hallelujah, for your faithfulness, oh God, towards Simple Words Ministry, oh God. I thank you, oh God, for the many speakers, oh God, that you have lined up, oh God, Hallelujah, throughout this year, oh God. I thank you, oh God. I thank you, oh God, that you've placed them, oh God, Hallelujah, oh God, on the right times, oh God, knowing, oh God, what we will need to hear, oh God. We thank you, hallelujah. We glorify you, oh God, hallelujah. hallelujah. God, even now, touch the ears and the hearts of your people, oh God, on this line tonight. And help us, oh God, hallelujah, to hear, oh God, from you tonight in the name of mm-hmm. Jesus. Help us, oh God, to focus on the word tonight. Because, God, I know that this is a life-changing word that's coming forth. I can feel it, oh God, in the depths of my being, oh God. I know this is Koshanta. This is a transforming word, oh God, and I thank you, oh God, for what you're about to do, oh God, for your children. We pray on this line tonight. Hallelujah. Anoint simple words ministry afresh once more, oh God, in the name of Jesus. And Father God, I dedicate the service to you tonight. I consecrate the service to you tonight. And I ask, oh God, God, that you will do, oh God, hallelujah, what you, hallelujah, what you and you alone, oh God, hallelujah, knows how to do on this line. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Glory to God, hallelujah. Glory, hallelujah. We praise you, Jesus. Mm-hmm. We praise you, Jesus. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Without any further delay, hallelujah, it gives me great pleasure. Glory to God. Hallelujah. To introduce to some and present to others none other than Minister Seleucia Lodge. God bless you, woman of God. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. 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 I give God thanks tonight. I bless the Lord. He's a good God. Amen. 
even when you go through the midst of your storms. It's usually during the middle of the storm that God do what he has to do. And I give God thanks because he's gracious, he's faithful, he's a loving father, and I bless him tonight. I lift up his holy name. He's worthy of all the praise and all the glory, and I just want to give him thanks tonight just for the fact that I'm still in the land of the living. That's enough to give him praise because there's still purpose on my life. So I give God praise because, you know, sometimes we fail to recognize within the simple things that God has blessed us with that truly that's his divine favor for our lives. So I give God thanks tonight. I just want to give God thanks for all his blessings, for his grace and his mercy, for keeping me, keeping my family, for keeping my children. I just want to bless him tonight just for this opportunity, just to come before his wonderful people, just to share a word, a word that he has given to bless my life and to be a blessing to you guys. And I, I, give, I give honor to the Holy Spirit who is the head of my life. I give honor to Pastor Chen, a wonderful woman of God. I bless God for you, Pastor Chen. You have indeed, you have indeed impacted many lives. Words, words are just sparse. <laughs> it's not enough to say the things that you have done. And just for myself, you know, sometimes it's not even the words, but the very presence, your very presence, have done yeah. so much for me. Amen. I bless God for them who is standing with you. Minister Daly, I bless God for him that he's holding his hands up and that strength for him tonight that God will continue to favor his life as well. And I greet everyone who is on the line, everybody in the ecclesiastical order. I honor you tonight and I extend grace unto you, peace unto you uh, from our Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Uh, Tonight, if we can just turn our Bibles to John 16 and 30, verse 33. And I'm reading from the King James Version, but uh, throughout the um, speech tonight, I'll probably be reading some different versions just for clarity. You know, I'm starting to kind of expand my my reading genre. So I'm reading the King James Version, um, John 16, verse 33. And the Word of God says, These things have I spoken unto you, that in me ye might have peace. In the world ye shall have tribulation, but be of cheer, I have overcome the world. Amen. Amen. If we can turn to Isaiah 43 and verse 2, and it says, When thou passest through the waters, yes. and yes. through the rivers, they shall not overflow thee. Mm-hmm. When thou passest through the fire, thou shalt not be burned, yes. neither shall the fire kill mm-hmm. upon thee. Hallelujah. Fear not. So Lord. I, I, from when I got this other assignment, I said, okay, Lord, I think you're setting me up now. So <laughs> you want to tell me what you need me to speak to your people. And I, I tell you, it's been a, a rough week for me. Um, I've been in the process of moving. I never anticipated moving so soon again. Um, but I give God thanks because, you know, everything went smooth. He sent help. And I give God thanks, you know, because it's now done, you know, and God is having his way in my life. Okay. You know, but it's not an easy week juggling work, kids, and having to move, you know. It was not easy, but I truly give God thanks. And when he gives me this word, you know, you know, I've been sharing this word with uh, a lot of people over the past couple of weeks because I remember I was going through a situation, and I couldn't shake the, I couldn't shake 
the feeling, you know, and I'm like, okay, why am I feeling so despondent? And I'm feeling so dismayed and, you know, I couldn't just shake that feeling and I'm saying, okay, God, what is going on here? I just can't shake this feeling off of me. And I remember one morning I was getting up and I was going to church and I said, okay, God, I cannot go to church feeling like this because I got to go lead your people into worship. So you've got to go do something about this because I cannot shake this feeling within myself. You know, the situations that are surrounding me, I'm feeling overwhelmed. And mm-hmm. I tell you no word of life. I was listening to a sermon and the, he was, I think it was T.D. Jakes, and he was speaking about, um, drowning. <laughs> I was like, well, that sounds like me. And he said, it's very ironic because we think that we cannot drown in shallow water. Hmm. And, the Holy say, and the Holy Spirit said to me, so why are you drowning in shallow water? And immediately, mm-hmm. I ran on my knees and I started to cry. I said, God, forgive me. I can't believe yeah. I was drowning in shallow water. The simple thing mm-hmm was overwhelming me, and he has taken me to a deeper situation. He taught me to a worse situation, and something that I, I consider that situation minor, minor compared to the major stuff that I've been through. And this is how it is in life, that we started to drown in shallow waters. Yes. Problems that have no depth is overwhelming us. Situations yes. that nothing yes. for God is setting us back and setting us away. And, you yes. know, I shared this word with so many people. I said, you know what? Don't drown in shallow water. God has brought you through bigger things than this. And this is nothing for him. Shake it off. No. Snap out of it. And when I snap out of it, I said, you know what? Now I see what the word of God is saying. And, and I said, yes. you know what? I'm going to share that word with you guys tonight. And, you know, because mm-hmm. God said it over the last couple of weeks, and I'm going to title it, Writing Out the Storm. And the reason I said Writing Out the Storm, because when when you ride a vehicle or you ride a horse, your position is on top. And it says in in John 16.33 that in the world we will have tribulations. Share. For he has overcome the world. Amen. And we already told that if he has overcome, we have overcome. Yes, that's right. It says in Romans chapter 8 that in all things we are more than conquerors through Christ, which has loved us. So tonight I am here to encourage someone, and maybe everybody, because this is a part part of life. So it's the, the message is for everyone because either you're just going, you're just getting out of trouble, or you're just going right into it, your head. So we're all in one of these three positions. Some of us have just gotten out of something. Some of us are just oh, right in the of something. And some of us, we're not there, but it's coming our way. Amen. So, Hallelujah. That's life. You will have difficulties. Life is full of problems. Some of them milder than others, but that's fact of life. So the word saying tonight that we will have trouble. There will be storms. There will be storms. But it's the way that we look at the storms. And tonight, God brought clarity to me because I'm telling you, these assignments are doing me good. These assignments are really doing me good because 
when I really have to search all the scriptures, it brings a level of revelation that I've never had before. And I'm saying, oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Pastor Chen, because it really made me have to study the word to show myself approved. But it helps me grow, and it helps me develop. Oh, yeah. Of this word, you will see what what I what what I already know, <laughs> and I'm gonna just look at Second Corinthians one eight to ten. I'm just gonna lay the foundation, and so that we can have a full understanding of the purpose of the storms in our life, and what what God intended them to accomplish. Yes. And the apostle Paul, the apostle Paul was a man well acquainted with trouble. And and Paul says in Second Corinthians one verse eight to ten, he said, "Brothers and sisters, we want you to know about the trouble." This is the New International Version. We want you to know about the trouble we are suffering in Asia. We had hmm. great burdens there that were beyond our own strength. We even gave up hope of living. Truly, in our own hearts, we believed we would die, but this happened so we would not trust in ourselves, but in God who raised people from the dead. God yes. saved us from these great dangers of death, and he will continue to save us. We have put our hope in him, and he will save us again. Yes. And the Apostle Paul is just saying that these situation, at some point, they wanted to give up. It was so insurmountable that they lost strength. They gave up hope. But then he goes on to say, but this happened... So we will trust not in ourselves, but hmm. in God. And I, believe, and I believe the psalmist David caught the revelation in, in Psalms 20. When Psalms 20 started off with the Lord here being the day of trouble. But if you go to verse 7, verse 6 first. Now, now know I that the Lord saves his anointed. He will hear him from his holy heaven with mm-hmm. the saving strength of his right hand. Some mm-hmm. trust in chariots and some in horses, but we will remember the name of the Lord our God. They are brought down and fallen, but we are risen and stand upright. And the psalmist, the psalmist David caught the revelation that Paul caught, because Paul says these things happen in our life so that we don't trust ourselves, but that we mm-hmm. trust God. God. So, when we go through the storms in life, we mm-hmm. must realize there is a purpose to the storm. Storms, yes, don't, just happen. storms yes. don't just happen because they want to happen. And storms That's right. Because the enemy intended to happen. If storms are happening in your life, whether it be by God, whether it be by the enemy, whether it be by someone else, you know, instigating a certain troubles or problems in your life, whether it be, it does not matter the origin of the storm. What matters is that God purposed the storm. And Thank God you. Storms. If, if God allowed it, there would be no storm. So the fact that That's there right. are storms in life tells us something right away. That yes. God has a purpose for the storm. And we Amen. know, because Jeremiah says, the plans that God has for us is of good uh-huh. and not of evil. So we already yeah. know the position God stands in. We already know his position in our life. So when we are faced with storms, we should catch the revelation. We should know, okay, okay? Yes, um, yes. What That's the God truth. To learn from this now? There yes. must be a purpose for this storm. This storm yes. does not come to us. The storm That's can right. make us. Um, and in 1 Corinthians, 1 
Corinthians 6, 4, Paul goes on to say, in everything we do, we do, we try to show that we are true ministers of God. We patiently endure troubles and hardships and calamities of any kind. And that's the New Living Translation. Paul is saying that when we patiently endure the hardship and difficulties of life, Tom, we prove that we are ministers and servants of God. Isn't that yes. amazing? <laughs> so when we're going through the storms of our life, this is the only testament to who we are. So why would we now not see the storms for what they are? Mm. So all this time, we were taking mm-hmm. the wrong decision. We were, we were looking at it from the wrong perspective. And I really believe that, you know, in this mm-hmm. day and age, God really wants us to have our perspective right. And if we can align ourselves to the yes. vision of God, then we'll be able to walk in purpose and we'll be able to fulfill purpose because unless you can see what God sees, cannot attain what he wants you to attain. So when we're going through storms, and, and, and this has been a difficulty of mine until recently, I must admit. I don't say I give God thanks for these assignments because these assignments have helped to open my eyes to, mm-hmm. to God. On, on things that are going on in my life. And I no longer look at storms as, oh, my God, I'm going to die, what I'm going to do now, oh, my God, you know. I, I don't I don't quiver no more. I don't, I don't get shaken. I stand, and I start to say, okay, God, what is the purpose of this storm? There must be some Because God said all, all things will work together for good. Good, so tonight, we have to know what God's perspective is. And I remember when yes. Pastor Chen started off the service, and she was saying, in order for you to receive, you have to surrender. And it's the same thing that Paul is saying, because Paul is saying the reason the storm comes is to take us out of ourselves. Yes. And that's the reason the storm comes. The storm comes to kill us. Kill our flesh to kill us for his own to rise for his him to rise up in us. So in order for God to really work in our life, we have to step aside, and the only that can be accomplished is the storms. If you realize that when storms come, if you look at hurricanes and you look at disasters around the world, pass through a particular place. There's usually desolation. There's usually things that are removed and things that are left. And this is how it is in our life. When storms come in our life, it's so that God can remove what needs to be removed. And, yeah. Tonight, I am here to show you the purpose of your storm. And from tonight, I, I guarantee my life will never be the same. Hallelujah. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, we're going to take a look at one of the greatest storms in the Bible in Acts 27. Oh, come on now. And we see yes. Paul went through many difficulties. But yes, yes. He's a prisoner tonight. And he was a prisoner. And he had to face and endure so much difficulties in his life. He was taken to Rome as a prisoner. And he had been, he had warned the guards that, you know, it wasn't safe. The guys is not safe to sail. They choose to disregard Paul, warning and sail away because 
where they were, they, it wasn't good enough for them. They didn't want to stay at the place that they were, you know, because they didn't want to spend winter there. So they're like, nah, nah, we're going to sail on. They were not satisfied with the accommodation they had. It wasn't good enough. Mm. So they saw Paul's warning. And Paul said to them, guys, it's not safe. That's not good. That's not good. So they said, no, they went ahead anyways. So when you're going through the storms, yeah. I want you to take a very good look at Acts 27. And okay. there are three questions that you need to ask yourself and answer. And this will help you to write out your storms. Why That's did right. this happen? First question, why did this happen? What caused this to happen? That's the first question. Why did it happen? What's the cause? That's the first question. The second question, what will be the result? What does God want me to learn from this? That's the second question. Wow. <laughs> How will I respond? Very important. That's the third question. How will I respond? How should I react? Mm-hmm. What, what should be the reaction? Hallelujah. So when you're going through your psalms, you, I know, you know, it, it's going to take a, a little practice because you're not going to get it initially. But I want you to write mm-hmm. it down, and I want you to start analyzing the things in your life the way God said it should be analyzed. So why did this happen? So you're mm-hmm. going through something. Why is this happening? Right? What, what's going on here? What's causing this? I, you, you first, you cannot, you cannot attend to a problem unless you know the origin, where it's coming from. That's right. Yeah. This Second question, and I want and. you guys to write it because it's very important. When God gives this to me, I was like, okay, God, this is like so, like, okay, I'm going to try it. And when I tried it, I go like, I was so amazed at the results mm-hmm. <laughs> that people like, uh, are you really going through that? Because they can't understand now how I can operate with such ease going through the things mm. that I'm going through. That's right. Question, oh. What be the result? What does God want me to learn from this? Yeah. The yeah. Question, how do I respond? How should I react? What should be a reaction? Yeah. So let's take a look at the first question. The first question, why did this happen? There are four different reasons, right, for Psalms in our life. And we're going to go through it bit by bit, and you're going to catch the revelation as in, in Acts 27. And that's the scripture that we're looking at. So all these questions are going to be based off of Acts 27. Why is this happening? I'm, I'm the cause of a lot of trouble. So we, we know when we go through storms, it can be, it comes from different places. So we can, we all know sometimes we get in our own way, right? We all agree. Mm-hmm. So we get, we get in our yeah. own way. We're the cause of problem. Most of the times we're the first and the greatest cause. We all know that. Yes. He could be the cause of our own problem. Other people could be the cause. The devil could be the cause. But God can also be the cause. Mm-hmm. Yes. Right? You might be thinking, yes. how, could God, how could God be the cause? Yes. God can allow mm-hmm. problems in our lives to get our attention, first of all. Yes. Amen. Yeah, God, God can allow difficulties in our lives to get our attention. God allows yep. difficulties in our lives to test us as well. Yes. Hallelujah. Yes. To test, right? So to wow. get your yes, attention, to mold you. That's the third thing. To mold you. So God allows things in your life to mold you. God allows yes. us all in life because of our disobedience. Yes. Oh, God. When we know why things happen, it is easier now to write it out. Because if you yes. know, Something is happening in your life because you're the cause, and then you won't know how to deal with it. If you know oh, the yeah. enemy is the cause, 
is the cause, you're going to agree with that. If you know God is allowing a situation, and if you know he wants to get your attention, you know how to deal with it. If you know he's testing you, you know how to deal with it. If you know he's trying to mold you, you know how to deal with it. If you know you're disobedient, you know what you have to do, right? Amen. Mm-hmm. Amen. Mm-hmm. Repent, right? So when yeah. we're going through the life, we have to determine the cause. And the only way to determine what, where it is coming from, we have to seek God. Yeah. We have to say, God, show me. You got to pray. You got you got to learn. You, we have to all learn to talk to God about it. Yes. And it, right in Psalm 73, had the same problem. He could not understand the right to Asaph. He couldn't understand why it is that everything around him, he's just seen the wicked man prospering and having this easy life. But he just could not understand. He was having a real problem with it and until he decided to go ask God. And if you look at the scripture in, in Psalm 73, it's amazing. I was like, wow. He, he, he decided to go into the house of God because he had to ask God, why is this happening? Why is the wicked prospering and having this easy life? And I'm having all this problem. And mm. until he went into the house of God, he didn't get the answer. Until he seek God, he didn't get the answer. Mm. And in Psalm 73, verse 16 says, I tried to understand all this, but it was too hard for me to see. And verse 17 says, until I went to the temple of the Lord, then I understood what, what will happen to them. So we have to understand that when we're going through a storm, we don't look at the position of others. Because he was looking at the position of the wicked man. The wicked man was prospering. In, he's going through the storm, and in the storm, here is the wicked man, prophet, having life easy, and he could not understand. But until he sought the face of God and he understood God's position, he realized that they were on slippery grounds. That the wicked man wasn't prospering, but indeed the wicked man was slipping. Mm-hmm. So we have to understand when we're going through the storm, it might seem like we're the ones going downhill, but it's not us. We're not going downhill. We're actually going uphill. That's why it's such a struggle. When you're, when something is growing, when something is developing, you know, it, it's not easy. When something is give, when you're giving birth, we know as mothers, when you're giving birth, mm-hmm. it's the hardest thing ever. I have three, so yeah, three times. I said three times. So when you're giving birth to something good, it's never easy. Don't feel good. Never now. easy. Mm-hmm. You're going through a storm. That's God developing you. Yes. And that's why yes. it's easy. Yes. But you have to understand the position in which you stand. Yes. This is what God is saying. So sometimes when we go to church, right, and, and this is what the psalmist was saying, until he went into the temple of God, until he went into the house of God, sometimes God will speak to you through the message. We've encountered yes. that many times. He might yes. speak to you through a song. A song might yes. sing and oh, you, you, yes. something happens, something breaks. Sometimes it might be someone else in the service, right? Mm-hmm. Or God will speak to you directly. He yes. will speak to you directly when you seek his face. So God can speak to you on many different levels when you're going through your storms. But what is important to remember is that you have to seek God's face. And you've got to seek what it is his will. Why oh. is he What is that he wants out of this situation? Uh, Yes. So when you seek the face of God, 
then mm-hmm. God now will show you the reason where it's coming from. Why yes. it is that you what you're facing. Yes. Right? Yes. Going back to 27, oh. the guys decide to go ahead and sail on in spite of Paul's warning. Mm-hmm. Right? In spite of being, they did not even realize that there was a storm ahead. But Paul, Paul knew what was coming. God told Paul. And Paul warned them, don't sail because it will endanger everybody's life, right? But they did not listen to Paul. You know who they listened to? Mm-hmm. They listened to the pilot. Mm-hmm. Listen to the captain of the ship. And this is how it is in our life. When we're going through a situation and we're trying to figure out why is it that we're facing a situation, we listen to bad advice. Mm-hmm. Yes, sure. Yeah, it's a common it's a common problem. It's a common mistake. We all make it from time to time. When we're going through a problem, we listen to bad advice. And if you look at verse 11 in Acts 27, it says, Nevertheless, the centurion believed the master and the owner of the ship more than those things which were spoken by Paul. He followed the advice of the master of the ship. God had already said not to do it. Paul had warned him, but because the experts, the so-called experts said it was okay. They, they did it. Mm-hmm. So there are many experts in this world, mm-hmm. right? They have all the answers to your problem. They have all the answers to your problem. Or so they might make you to believe, right? But there's a song that says, I will talk to my father for you. <laughs> and I couldn't believe there was a song like that. And the first verse said, I could afford opinions that might prove untrue. But for the only sure answer, here's what I'll do. I will talk to my father for you. So I may not have the problem, but I can talk to the one who does, which is our Heavenly Father, mm-hmm. our Jehovah Jireh, our Jehovah Nisi, our Jehovah Rapha, the all-knowing, all-sufficient God. He has the answers to the problem. So that's one of our problems. We listen to bad advice. Second problem, we follow the crowd, which they did in verse 12. Verse 12 says, says, and because the heaven was not commodious to the winter in, the more part advised to depart. Thence also, if by any means they might attain to Phoenix and there to winter, which is a haven of Crete, and lie towards the southwest and the northwest. The majority decided that they should sail because everybody's like, the place that we're in, they don't have the good accommodation. But if we go over to that place over there, so the hotels are nice and, you know, they have the jacuzzi and the room service is good. So everybody says, no, 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 we don't want to stay here for the winter. We want to go to Crip. So the majority decided that they should sail. The majority, I'm here to tell you tonight, the majority is often wrong. That's right. Amen. We have been led to believe in our society that majority rules wrong. Majority is often wrong. One of the phrases you hear, but everybody is doing it. So what? Everybody can be wrong. If you look at the story of the children of Egypt, the Israelites, the Israelites, children of Israel, leaving Egypt. And they were going to the promised land, right? And they got to the desert, in between the in-between place to the promised land. They got to the desert, and what happened? The majority wanted to go back to Egypt. Mm-hmm. They were wrong. Mm-hmm. So the majority mm-hmm. often wrong. So we often get into trouble because we follow the crowd. Mm-hmm. Amen. 
to follow the crowd because we don't want to be the, the outsider. We don't want to be the one that is standing out and too much yeah. attention. So we just join everybody. So what everybody say, we won't do. So if, if everybody said this is how you should do it, okay, all right. Because, you know, I went and I talked to my girlfriend and I talked to my brother and I talked to my sister and oh. everybody says, okay, you know what, this is what you should do in your storm. And then you go like, you know what, I think you're right, wrong. Mm-hmm. But say it, then don't do it. So this is one problem that we have to start analyzing our, our situation, not to follow the crowd. Third problem, we rely on circumstances. If you look at verse 13, and verse 13 says, And when the south wind blew softly, supposing that they had obtained their purpose, losing thence, they sail close by crest. <laughs> when a gentle, you see, a gentle south wind, you know, it was gentle. So when a gentle south wind blew, they thought that they had obtained what they wanted. Mm-hmm. It's not. It's not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's we have updated our purpose now. That's what the word of God says. Lose and dance, and they sail close by crest. They I thought it was it. a nice day for sailing. They thought, oh, weather nice, everything's good, right? Because the wind was blowing. The wind was helping them along in the direction that they wanted to go. So to them, it was a nice day for sailing. But Paul said, don't do it. We're heading into a storm. They couldn't see. All they could see is that, hey, look at this nice, gentle. It wasn't no rambunctious. It was no boisterous wind. Very gentle breeze. Ooh. And they're like, no, there's no storm here. They thought it was nice. And Paul said, don't do it. We're heading into the storm. But they went anyway. And they, we know what happened. The shipwrecked. So mm-hmm. we all feel if the circumstances are just right, we can go ahead and do it. Isn't that how we feel? It has to be right. The conditions have to be right in order for it to do it. And because the condition is right, we said, okay, you know what? Because the condition is right, I believe, we're taking the position of God now. I believe God would want me to do it. Mm. Because then it wouldn't be, the situation won't be so perfect, you know what I mean? Like, I don't have no bills, you know, I don't have no responsibilities here. So I should just go right on out and, you know, go buy that house and just go right on out and, and, and go get that guy. Go right out and just go get that job, you know what I mean? So we feel that if the circumstances are just right, we can go ahead and do it. We should not make a move until God says so. And I've learned that in many situations in my life. Not to make a move until I've made many moves and God didn't tell me to move, but because I rationalize it and I said, well, why wouldn't God want me to make a move? I mean, everything is right. Everything mm-hmm. is like perfect. Why wouldn't God want me to do it? And this is what happened to them in Acts 27. They saw that the weather was nice. Despite Paul warning them that they're going into a storm, they're like, well, oh, please, storm. Look at this gentle breeze. This, this is not no storm. The day is so nice, sunshine. There is no storm. So to them, it was perfect conditions for sailing, so we're going to sail anyways. So we cannot rely on just circumstances. And I believe, you know, as children of God, I've seen it happen many times that we're always looking for the situations to be right, like we have to be comfortable. You know, and I know in the Bible that I see God operate in comfort. God always takes us outside of our comfort zone right. in, order, in order to get the work done. Yes, so yes. How we see that we cannot rely on our circumstances, we cannot follow the crowd, or we cannot listen to bad advice, right? So that's just yes. the first question we dealt with. 
why did this happen? So that's all in the first question. Let's take a look at the second question. What would be the result? What can I learn? What God wants to teach me through this experience? Second <laughs> Corinthians four. Second Corinthians four and sixteen to verse eighteen says, and I'm reading from the New Living Translation. That is why we never give up. Though our bodies are dying, our spirits are being renewed every day. Amen. For our present troubles are quite small and won't last very long. Yet they will produce for us an immeasurable great glory that will last forever. And mm. verse 18 says, so we don't look at the troubles we can mm-hmm. see right now. Rather, we look forward to what we have not yet seen. For mm. the troubles we see will soon be over, but the joys to come will last forever. And Second Corinthians 4, 17, if I read again, these little troubles, they said these little troubles, these little troubles are very small, which are temporary, are winning for us a permanent, glorious, and solid reward. So we need to understand that the troubles that we are facing are only temporary. Amen. Paul is saying that the troubles you have in your life are not going to last forever, but the rewards of your faithfulness is eternal. Yes. It doesn't yes. matter whether your problem comes from God. God still have a purpose. It doesn't matter where it's coming from. God still mm-hmm. have a purpose for you in life. Romans 8, 28 says, and we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are the called according to his purpose. So one of the results that God wants for your life is spiritual growth. That's one of the results that God wants for your life. When you go through a storm, God wants to grow you up. In simple terms, God wants you to grow spiritually. James 1 says, in James 1 verse 2 to 4, says, Consider it pure joy, my brothers, whether you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith develops perseverance. Perseverance must finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. Yes, Perseverance must finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. Count it joy. When you're faced with life storm, even if you're the cause of the problem, even if you're the cause of your own trouble, God can use it. Even when other people hurt you intentionally, God can use it. Even yes. when the devil plans and plots for your life, God will bring good out of it. God's yes. purpose is greater than your problem. God's mm-hmm. purpose is greater than your problem. It's greater than your pain. God has a plan behind your pain. And that's yeah. Oh, yes. God has a plan behind your problem. Look, so tonight I am telling you, look past the temporary pain because it, 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 it is, it's painful. I know, I know. It, it's not easy. And, you know, sometimes people say, boy, talk is cheap. Right? Mm-hmm. Unless you've been there, you cannot speak. But because mm-hmm. I've been there, and I know it's temporary, because it passed. It passed. You've been through many storms. You're not still living in the storm of yesterday. You're right. living in yes. a storm. So we yes. know it's a fact. It's not something that I'm saying that you have not experienced. You know that it is temporary. That's right. Yeah. Yes. So you have to now look past that now because you know it's not going to last. And now look to the long-term benefits mm-hmm. and the result that it produces in your life. So when you're going through your storm, 
you don't look at how you're feeling because that's going past. Feelings pass. Feel good yeah. but you're up or down. That's that's emotions for you. So you cannot look at how you're feeling. You now have to look at the benefits. You gotta look at what what is producing in your life. In Romans yes. five, Romans says in Romans it says in first in chapter five, three to five it says, but we also rejoice in our suffering because we know that suffering produces perseverance, perseverance, character, character, hope. And hope does not disappoint us because God has poured out his love into our hearts by the Holy Spirit whom he has given us. And that's the New International Version. We can rejoice when we run into problems and trials, for we know they help us to learn and be patient. Come on. When you were going through your situation, if you were to look back even just a year ago, I'm not even going to go 10 years because storms is like an everyday part of our life. It's just part of living storm. If you yeah. were to look back just up to a year ago when you were no, faced no, with right any situation, no. and when you look back, you say, boy, I've really grown. And yes. 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 You, you gained something out of it, and you didn't realize it at the time until yes. after. No. Yes. Before, I didn't even have no patience. Now, boy, those things don't bother me no more. No, yes. not at all. That's how you know that the problem produced something Humble good. you. Yes, it does. So you know that it helps you to learn and to be patient. And patience develops strength of character. That's no. right. That's yeah. what patience does. It develops strength of character and it helps us to trust God more each time. Or, yes. I, remember, I remember when I was growing up and when I went through a um, certain traumatic situation. And mm. when I was raped and beaten, and mm. I, at that time, I, I knew God existed because my dad was a, a pastor. I've gone to church every day. I'm in church. I, I only knew church, home, school, church, home, school, church, home, school. That was my life. So I knew, I knew about God. I knew he exists. But church was like a ritual to me. I was just taken there, you know what I mean, and taken back, taken there, taken back. Until I, I was in a position now, I didn't have daddy. There's nobody, and now I had to function on my own. And I, the enemy saw the opportunity to pound. Yes. And he, he came in with it. When they say like a roaring lion, no, no, not like it. He was a roaring lion. And he devoured, he was devouring. He would take every opportunity. He was just licking right, left, and center. And I truly, I truly did not know what hit me. I, I, I'm mm. telling you, I was like, I was like so dumbfounded that I went dumb. Yeah. Oh, my spirit went dumb. Wow. That's how hard it hit me because now I was in a position, I was by myself, mm. and the enemy realized that there was no strength around me. Mm. And he just unleashed as much as he can unleash. And I was just like 18 years old in med school. I was like so excited, full of life. I'm like, oh, I'm going to go be a doctor. And I went to the med school on scholarship. Like, woo, life is good. And when I, when this situation surrounded, I couldn't believe it. First of all, I couldn't believe I was raped to begin with. I was like, okay, these things don't happen to me. No, 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 no. I couldn't believe it. I was like, no, that didn't just happen to me. And I couldn't believe that when I went for help, I couldn't get help either. I couldn't believe that either. I'm like, okay, like the police couldn't help me. Like you filed a report and nobody did anything. And I'm like, wait, wait. 
This is not happening to me. So I found myself in a place where I couldn't get help. I couldn't get help. And when that situation came upon me, I lost who I was. I lost who I was. And and that was a situation where I had to I had to do, I had to produce I had to produce perseverance. That suffering produced perseverance in me. And perseverance produced character. Yes. I had to develop character. And when I came through that situation and and I I realized that, you know what, I'm in a place I was broken. I couldn't help myself. Mm. And God placed this mighty woman of God, my principal, you know, and she she was the, the, the principal, she was the head nun. And she took me in and she would pray with me and she would encourage me and she would speak life over me. And mm. then that life started to take root. And okay. then I just speak over my life. And so I started to develop character. And through developing that character, I started to hope. I started to mm. have hope that, you know, life is going to get better. And, you know, okay. it's not the end of the world. You know, like, you know, uh, it, it's God is going to make a way Something's going to come out of this, you know, because I now have hope. Mm-hmm. I now hope in something that can produce, that can will not disappoint. God mm-hmm. never disappoints. So when we know that our problems, we're going to develop that strength and we're going to develop that character because now we are now leaning on something that will not disappoint. We're leaning on our father. We're not leaning. I did, I wasn't leaning on my father. I wasn't leaning on my friends. Now I was leaning on God. And because I started leaning on God, I developed that hope. And that hope, I didn't realize that the hope will not disappoint until God proved himself. And he will not disappoint. So the patience developed the strength of character in us and helped us to trust God even more. So that's the result. God wants us to learn something. Every storm, one writer put it like yes. this, every storm is a school, mm. yes. right? Every trial is a teacher. Amen. Yes. Every experience is an education. Yes. yes. Every difficulty is for your development. Yes. So God wants to learn from life's storm. It's, yes. This is just... It is just the arena. It's just the environment that God brings greatness out of us. Yeah. This is how God develops and molds us into who he wants us to become. Yeah. So no longer you look at the storm as trying to destroy you. The storm is not for your destruction. The storm is for your development. Yeah. So and we as children of God, we have to now know our position. We are on top. We are seated in heavenly places with Christ Jesus. So yeah. that's, that's why God says to title it, Ride Out the Storm. Because when you're riding, you're on top. Yeah. You're elevated. Because we do, the Word of God says the name of the Lord is a strong power. The righteous run in and they are saved. And when I caught the revelation of that scripture, and I had to research it, and God said, go look it up. And I went to look it up, and I realized, I did not even realize that the, the literal translation for saved means to be exalted, to be elevated, to be lifted high. So the word of God is saying the name of the Lord is a strong tower. When we, the righteous, run into him, we are lifted up high. Yes. We are raised up above the situation. Elevated. 
Isn't that amazing? So that's what God is saying. The storm is for your elevation. Yes. Yes. That's what it is for. So yes. most of us are slow learners. We didn't catch it. And I was one mm-hmm. of those. You think we just catch it now? So we are slow learners. <laughs> yes. You, you catch so we were we were we were we were drowning, you know? We were, we were taking in water, splashing up water in our face and saying, oh, I, I can't breathe. What am I gonna do? We were drowning ourselves. Yes. And not realizing that God is saying, Can you just stop, be still, stop flustering, stop being flustered and, and, and panicking? It's because we're panicking that we're taking in water and feel like we're drowning. True, very yeah. true. God saying, be still and know that I am God. He said, stand still and see my salvation. He, God already told us the position that we need to take. He said, stand still. He said, stand, do not do anything. You're going to go out against them tomorrow. And you will see. That's what he said to Jehoshaphat. He said, stand, just stand. Don't do anything. Tomorrow you're going to go out. Right? And tomorrow he went out and he didn't have to do nothing. Mm-hmm. So God is not tonight that we need to really catch a clue and catch it fast. So the storm is not for your destruction. The storm is your development. Mm -hmm. Do not let the enemy fool you with with all of the, you know, he makes the noise. You know, the wind is blowing and all of a sudden, you know, when when there's a storm and the thunder starts to roll and the lightning flash, we get frightened. (laughs) That's the enemy. So the enemy doing your storm. He starts to flash lightning and start to, and then you start to quiver, like, oh, my God, I'm going to die. And God is saying, no longer should you look, take that position anymore. The storm, because we already know, he already said that he has wrought the victory. We are already in the position of victory. We, yes. are, we, are not, we are not going through situations to see what will happen. We already know what will happen. So, God is trying to, because he loves us so much, he's trying to develop us. And this is part of development, to realign our thinking so that the mind of Christ should now be in us. So we have to look at things the way God sees things. So that's why we go through storms. So we go through the storms so that God could align our thinking with his. This is how we develop. This is how we grow. He cut off what needs to be cut off. He destroys yes. what needs to destroy in your life and yes. leaves the remnant. He leaves Thank the things you. that are necessary for growth. So when mm-hmm. you go through the storm, I, now I say, thank you, Jesus. Yes. <laughs> okay, God, for my good, it's for my good. It, it only can be for my good because I am his yes. child. Yeah. Yes. He said the righteous will not be forsaken. So I know the position I stand in, and I said, oh, thank you, Lord. Because I know good will come out of this. Yes. I'll have to know when no longer, even when you go, even when you go into sickness, you know, and that that's been a, a you know, a, 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 just a plague to to the, the our the believers. Sickness, you know, mm-hmm. all plague with sickness. But if you know the position that you need to take in when you're going through your sickness, you will not be sick for long. That's, that's right. Literally right. yeah. yeah. wrong. Literally, just you'll be like, oh, wasn't I sick? Wasn't I, wasn't I sick? <laughs> Didn't I feel a pain in my back like a couple of hours ago? 
But because you you started operating in the position that God has called you to operate, that he said that mm-hmm. you are more than a conqueror. He said, by his stripes, you are healed. So he said, okay, God, I feel this back pain right now. I don't know what's wrong with this back, but this back better know who, who is who he's talking to right now. This body yeah. belongs to you, God. My, my body belongs to you, you said by your stripes I am healed, and right mm-hmm. now pain, uh, get thee behind. Oh come on! Yes, the word. The tongue. Yes, man. Glory to God. For the position. So tonight we're no longer gonna be slow learners. We're gonna be fast learners. We now know what God wants us to learn. Every storm is a school. We're in school now. Every storm mm-hmm. is a school. Every trial is the teacher. You're are going to teach you something. Your experience are going to educate you, and your difficulties yes. will develop you into who God has called you to be, right? So if you don't yes. learn something, God will bring it again. If and, and people don't realize when God, when you go through something and you don't learn, you know we have to go test, we have to go, go through it again. Mm-hmm. So that's right. It will come back around. It is just, this is just mm-hmm. a fact. If God, yes. if God wants to learn something in a situation and you don't learn it. You have to develop. So God is more interested in your character than he is in your comfort. Ooh, glory oh, glory. So this is the God we serve. He's more interested in making you change to be more like him than he oh, is in making it easy for you. He's not here to make things easy for you. He's here no. to more shape you into him. And we know when you when you're being molded and shaped, I'm sure it's not an easy thing because if you oh want God. to have a, a shape already and you're trying to reshape something, you're trying to bring it out of that shape into another shape. I'm sure that's not very <laughs> pleasant. Mm-hmm. So God is not interested in making us comfortable. He's interested in your character. That's so when you go into a situation. You should not be looking at, oh, my God, I'm not feeling real good here. You know, like I'm tormented. No, 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 no. You should be like, okay, God, I, I hear you. I, I, I see what you're trying to do. Just give me the patience, the grace that I need to endure. Mm-hmm. Not, because a lot of times when we go to a situation, we say, God, take it away. I don't want to feel this pain, the pain, the pain, the pain. Mm. But God is saying the pain is necessary pain. In order yes. for to shape you, you have to go through the pain. So that was yes. the second question. So you see, we just took care of two questions. Why is it happening and what should what what is God wants me to learn out of this? So yes. we know God wants to learn something. God wants to develop us. He wants to spiritually grow us. And the, yes. the third question is, how will I respond? And I think that's very wow. key because we might get the first one right. And the second one, right? And we totally mess it up on the third one. Mm. Our response, yeah. our reaction kills it all the time. We yeah. never have the reaction when we're in a particular storm. So how should you handle it? How should you respond? Your response will determine your outcome. That's right. Wow. Yes. Your response will determine your outcome. So the way you react to something will determine what the end result. So you and I are going to go through many storms in life. So whether or not we like it is going to come. 
So the mm-hmm. only thing we can do is prepare for it when they do come, right? So how are you going to deal with the storm? So if you look in the same Acts chapter um, 27, we're going to see three things that you shouldn't do, and that's going to help you a lot. Because sometimes they say when you're answering a question, they also look at the opposite of the question. So it's not what should I do or what should I not do. And when you do the not do's, you're doing what you should do. Mm-hmm. Make sense, right? So how do you deal with the storm? So if you look at verse 15 in Acts 27, it says, And when the ship was caught and could not bear up into the wind, we let her drive. Right? And the Amplified Version says, And when the ship was caught and was unable to head against the wind, we give up, and letting her drift, we borne along. So we give way to it and were driven along. So the ship was taking prisoners to Rome, as we know, in the, in the middle of the Mediterranean Ocean. Right? And they had seen, they haven't seen sun for 14 days. 14 days, total darkness. I mean, can you imagine being in a storm for 14 days? You can't see your way out. For 14 days, total darkness. They couldn't, they can't get any bearings. They didn't know, you know, where the stars are. They had no idea, you know, where they were. So they just drifted. They, they let the storm take them wherever. The storm, wherever the storm was taking them, they were just drifting. And this is how it is when we encounter storm. We begin to drift. We give up. We give up on our destination. We give up on reaching any dreams. We just started drifting through life. And that's the problem with many of us today. And that's the problem with many of the churches. When we go through our storms, we drift. We just let, we let, now we let the storm control our destination. And God is saying, do not drift with the storm. Mm-hmm. We drift. If you notice in today's church, most of the churches, they're just drifting through life. They have no goal, no objective, no purpose. They have no, ambi- no ambition whatsoever. If you go to some of the churches and you ask them, you know, what is your goal? What is your vision? Most of them can't really tell you. And if they tell you and you look at what they're doing, you can't see where they're going pertaining to that vision. So life is tough, right? So, so that's why. So sometimes they say life is tough, why make the effort? Why even try? And we say to ourselves, I've said to myself many times when I was going through different situations, you know, like I'll finish, come to one situation, you know, and I'll be like, why even try? Because I remember, you know, just when I came to Canada and, you know, I couldn't get status for like eight years. And on the eighth year, I got status. So for seven long years, I couldn't get status. And during that time, I was like, why even bother? You know? And then when I got the status, then I was going through eviction. I was like, you know, like, really? You know, and then after I went through that, and then I went to school, and then I got all my diplomas, and I still couldn't get a job. And I'm like, what? So we face stuff in our life that makes us feel like, you know, why make the effort? Because you're making so much effort, and it's amounting to any nothing. And you're saying, why even try? And then we get to the point in our life where we just start doing the minimum. And we don't realize it. We just start drifting. That's called drifting. When you don't really have a purpose, you don't really have a, a goal, right? You're just living life, right? So mm-hmm. it's not you. So you're doing the job, not because you want to, not because you like it, but because what the heck? It's a job. I got it. 
is called drifting. So we're just doing the minimum. So in today's society, I think the word they call it now is coasting. You know, coasting along, coasting. Mm-hmm. And when I looked up the word, and I was so astonished, because you see, that's why they say there's power in words. And the, there's one problem with coasting, and a lot of people, I don't think a lot of people catch the revelation yet, but you cannot coast uphill. When you're coasting, right. you can't coast uphill. It's always downhill. That's right. So mm-hmm. if you're going to let the storm drift with the if you're going to let the storm drift you, if you're going to drift with the storm, you know what that means. You're going to go downhill. Disaster. That's the wrong direction. You don't want to be coasting. Life is not a coast. Life is tough, yes, but it's not mm. a coast. Don't lose your goals. Don't lose your ambitions, people of God. Don't lose your dream just because life gets hard. So that's one of the things that they did that God is saying, as his children, do not do. Do not drift with the storm. Whether or not it gets tough, do the billows roll? He says, it is well. That's what the songwriter said. It is well. It is well. It is good. It's all right. It's all good. It's beautiful. It is it is well. It is good. It's worked out. Even though the billows are rowing, it is well. So God is saying to you tonight, do not drift. Whatever the situation is, whatever the circumstances, it might seem that it's so insurmountable. It might seem that it's so high above you. But God is saying, do not drift. Do not let the storm toss you to and fro. He's saying to stand in his will, stand in his, seek his face, and he will do what he needs to do with you. But you cannot let life just keep tossing you back and forth. So that's one of the things that they did that God said don't do. And in verse 18, we see the second thing God is telling us not to do, and that is don't throw away the things you need to survive the storm. Mm-hmm. Do it a lot. In verse 18, if we take a look at verse 18, it says, And we begin exceedingly tossed with tempest. The next day, they lighten the ship. They lightened the ship. They began to throw cargo overboard. Things that they needed to survive in the storm, they started to throw overboard. <clears throat> so it says, in 14 days without sunlight, they were battered by the winds and the waves back and forth, and they started throwing things overboard to lighten the ship. First, they threw over cargo. Then they say they threw over tackle overboard, and then food, food, food. Who threw with food? Why are you going to throw with food and you're in a storm? Don't you think you won't need the food? Like there's no mm-hmm. no no land in sight. You can't even see where you're going. So they started throwing out with things that they need to survive. So one thing to recognize when storms come in our life, right, be it from the enemy, be it from God, one thing you have to know, do not throw away the things that you need to survive, right? Then it says, they, threw, they weren't even ready to throw, throw the prisoners overboard. So they were throwing away things that they needed because the storm was so tough. So this is common. This is a common reaction for humans when, when we face with difficulties. When you get in a storm, when you get in a difficulty, when you get in a trial, when the heat is on, as they say, when the pressure is on and the stress gets unbearable, we start throwing away the things we need to survive, our values. It, it goes out of the window. And it happens because I remember when I first came to this country, I couldn't find a job. And I didn't, I didn't get the whole part, like when you don't have any status, you can't really have a work permit and you can't get a job. So I couldn't get a job because I had no status. And it was, the pressure was on. 
it, it was very unbearable because we all know you can't survive without money. You need money for food, and when you have status, you really don't have the, you have no access to social assistance. So my position was worse than somebody who had status but couldn't find a job. I couldn't find a job and didn't have status. So I couldn't walk into, you know, the social assistance office and say, you know, I need this. And I had no idea they had food banks. So here I was, I needed a job, and I couldn't get a job, right? And then I'm going through the newspaper, and there was a, an ad for, a da- for dancers, right? So I call, I call up the guy, and I was like, okay, I'm looking for a job. He said, okay, dress to impress and come to this location. And I went down on the bus, and I had this very short, short, very short, short dress. And I wasn't conscious on my way going. I wasn't conscious. I got to the destination. I got off the bus. I didn't know why everybody was looking at me. I didn't care. I'm going for a job. And I went downtown. I got off the bus. I walked up to the building, and I turned right back and went on the bus and back home. I could I could not step into. I could not step into the building. I went all the way, God maybe ride the same bus all the way back up, and I was so self-conscious going home. I wasn't self-conscious going back. But it goes to show that when life starts to press on us, we are ready to give up our values because that's not one of my values. My, my father brought me up right, and I was willing to throw away what I believe in, and just because life was just getting to that point where I start compromising. I was ready to compromise my values because life was becoming unbearable. And God is saying when the storm, when it becomes unbearable, do not throw away your values. Do not throw away your beliefs. Do not throw away your relationships. Right? We do not, because better days will come. Better times will come. We start saying things like, I'm throwing in the towel. I'm giving up on my marriage. God is saying don't give up on your marriage because it becomes tough. Don't, try to, don't abandon the relationship. Don't say, I'm out of here. I'm checking out. That's what I mean. I'm checking out. So God is saying, do not throw away the things that you need to survive. We need our, our belief in God is our survival. Yeah. And when, when we're faced with situations, and I've been there, you know, I'm not going to lie, I've been there when I'm, I start to wonder if really there's a God. Because I was like, if, if there is a God... Why is all these things happening to me and why, you know? But then now that I've grown past, those things have passed now, I've grown past that. And I'm, the position I'm standing in now, I'm saying, Jesus, if I did not go through that, I would not be the person I am today. That's right. So, so now, oh, now I got to look at the storms and go like, oh, shucks, thank you. Thank you, Storm, wherever, whoever, wherever is coming from. Thank you so much because when I... When, I could not have gained the strength that I've gained if it had not been for those storms. It was yes. because of the storms that I have the strength that I have. So yes. if you if you want out of the storm, then you gotta minus your strength. Mm-hmm. Take away your strength from who you are now and then you're an empty shell. You're nothing. So your storms is what develops you into that which God has designed and purposed and orchestrated just for your life. So yes. when I look back at the storms, I realize it is what has molded and shaped me, you know? And so God is saying, just like those storms that he's brought you through, the storms now, do not allow the storm to make you give up your values. 
your belief, your position. And he's talking about the position in him, right? Do not be unwavered. Do not be double-minded. Do not be unstable. God is saying to be stable in all your ways. He said be unmovable, always abounding in the works of the Lord. Because he said that your labor will not be in vain. He said that you will reap if you faint not. So God promises to be sure. So he is trying to help us tonight to realize that he is working it for our good. And it's only because he loves us so much. Because he has made us in, in his image and his likeness. He said, I would perfect those things concerning you. That's why he said that the storms will make everything complete. perfect. So this is the reason for the storm. So God says, see, so one of the the other problems, if we look in verse 31, I believe, 31, in the same chapter, Paul said to the centurion and to the soldiers, except these abide in the ship, he cannot be saved. Right? So God is saying, stay with the ship. Right? So Paul tells them, no, unless these men remain in the ship, you cannot be saved. So the soldiers cut away the ropes from the ship and the lifeboat, and they let them fall away. So they cut away the lifeboat to force everyone to stay with the ship. Have you done, done that in your life before? Have you cut away the lifeboat? Have you lost something? There's no way out. So you said, okay, divorce, you know, I'm going to let go of this marriage. Have you said that? Some people say divorce is not an option for us. We're going to make this thing work. Have you closed the escape hatch? A lot of people do that. They, they lock it up with the key and they throw away the key, right? So if you were to look at your life situation, right, if we don't have it all together, Right? We will always be tempted to walk away. We, 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 there will always be that, that time in our life that you want to throw in the towel. Right? You will, you, God is saying that if you stay with the ship, that he, God, will develop the character that he needs to develop in you. It, will, it is always easier to couple than it is to develop character. And it's just God trying to teach us. Like I was saying before, it's just a school. We're just learning. And God is trying to teach us what is necessary to develop character, right? So he's saying that you need to stay with the ship. So you're going through the storm into stand your ground, right? Yeah. So God can change the situation, right? He can change personalities, right? He can change you. But he won't if you're always walking out the back door. And that's what a lot of us do. We quit. We give up. Right? We take the easy route. Right? And then we're saying, oh, God, use me, perfect me, you know, work, change me, mold me. You know, we sing that song, take my heart, Lord, and mold it. Take my life, conform it. Take my will, transform it to yours, to yours. So we're telling God that we want him to shape us and mold us to him. And when situation comes, we go like, I can't do this. Okay, uh, mm-hmm. bye. Like, no, uh, I give up. I'm, I, I, I can't. I can't. I'm backing out. I, I don't want. I don't want to. I don't want to endure this suffering and this pain. So God is saying to us tonight: Stay with the ship. Don't throw out the values. You know you are right. Right. 
the values that you know are important. Don't abandon the things you know you need in your life. You know, I have learned, I have learned from personal experience that it is never God's will for us to run from difficult situations. If you do, you will face it again. God just wants you to learn to grow and to develop, so stay with it. The fourth point, don't lose hope. Do yeah. not lose hope. In verse 20, he said, we finally give up all hope of being saved. They were in this storm for 14 days, and they said, we finally give up. There is no hope. We're going to die. But God is saying tonight, don't, don't be like them. Don't give up hope. Don't lose hope. Because remember, we, we're, saying, we're talking about your reaction and the things that this is how you should react in your storm. Do not lose hope in your storm. 14 days in total darkness, don't know where they're going. They've been, they've been beaten, tossed back and forth. They've given up their cargo. They've thrown out their food, right? So finally now they give up their hope. That's the last thing to go, hope. So God is saying, do not let your hope die. They've forgotten one thing. Even in a storm, God is in control. That's what they forgot. So God is reminding us, even in our storm, he's in control. He hasn't left us. You not feel him, right? And you might feel that he's far away or he's probably moved, relocated himself, right? But he has not left us. He said that he'd be with you in the storm. He said that he will help you through. God is testing you to see if you will trust him. Mm-hmm. When you, that's why it's... That's why it says in Isaiah 43, 2, when you pass through the waters, God said, I will be with you. It's a promise. You. He promised yes. to you. Yes, so you yes, he did. It will not overflow you. He said, when you walk through the fire, it will not burn you. That's right. He and kindle upon you. So God says, because he's the Lord God, he said, that's his promise, and his promise is sure. But the yes. enemy will come in to try to disguise and will try to manipulate the people. He tried to make a thing look like a thing, and it's not a thing. Mm-hmm. So God saying that I have allowed this storm. It doesn't matter where it's coming from. And I think too much we focus on where it's coming from, and we try to make our decisions based on where it's coming from. So if it's coming from the devil, then we have a different reaction. And if it's mm-hmm. coming from people, we have a different reaction. And if it's coming from God, we have a different reaction. But God said it's the one and same reaction. Your position do not change. You do not give up hope. Remember, we we just read that a hope disappointed not. Right. So God promises is sure. He said he would not leave and he would not forsake you. He said, do you go through the waters? It will I'm not with go. you. He said he would be with you in times of trouble. Mm-hmm. So God promises is sure. So just like the centurions and the soldiers, they lost hope. But God says that we are his children. We do not lose hope because our hope will disappoint not. So what is the right response to difficulty? The right response to difficulty is to accept your part in the problem, first of all. Face, yes. the, reality the, Face the reality of the problem, second of all. And stand on the promises of God's word. Wow. It's the right response to the difficulty. So if you know that you default, because sometimes we cause certain things to really have a domino effect in our life, our decisions just cause certain problems in our life, right? All you got to do is confess. Just confess it. If, if you brought it on yourself, admit it. Stop blaming other people. Stop making excuses. Face the problem. Say, I brought this on myself. 
If you got a problem with your temper, admit it. Admit it. Don't say, well, it's because Mary, Mary, she shouldn't say that to me, and she made me start to blow. No. If you have a problem with temper, you admit it. If you got a problem with your mouth, admit it. Because a lot of us mm-hmm. cannot bridle. Mm-hmm. So, and because we can't bridle the tongue, we speak things we ought not to speak. And then when problems come, we start to say, is this one or that one, is that one? When it's mm-hmm. we the cause of the problem. So the Bible says a man who refused to admit his mistakes can never be successful. But if he mm-hmm. confesses and forsake them, he gets another mm-hmm. chance. So tonight, accept responsibility. What are you pretending is not a problem? First, admit when you are the problem and turn to the light, and you won't be afraid anymore. So that's the first thing. Then you've got to face the reality of the problem. Don't run away from it. Do what you can. This is what Paul did. Therefore, we know we're going to crack up, so I encourage you to eat. That's what Paul said to them. Take some food, right? So when you're under stress, when you have tension, when you're in a crisis, when you're overwhelmed by the problem and you think you're going to crack up, you stop taking care of yourself. It happened to us, no? When we go to a problem, we can't eat, we can't sleep, right? If mm-hmm. it's a problem, we can't eat, we can't sleep. So we have this physical, those physical management things we need to do. So that's what Paul is saying. When you're overwhelmed with stress, remember the simple stuff like eating right, right? They, they have been worried sick for 14 days and haven't eaten anything. Then he told them to do some other stuff, lighten the ship, untie the rudder, cut the anchor loose, intentionally run the ship straight ahead into the storm trying to run aground, right? Those are other things that he tells them to do. This is the reality of the situation. So this is how you get through a storm. Let me tell you how you get through a storm. Don't run from it. You can't go under it. You can't go over it. You can't go around it. You gotta go right into it. So God is saying tonight, go into the storm. God won't take you around the storm. I'm telling you, He's not going to. He's not going to take you around. And we all know. And if you were to speak to those meteorologists, they'll tell you, right? When you go into a storm, if you try to turn sideways, you're going to capsize. If you're trying to go wrong a storm, like if you're trying to divert the storm, you're already in the storm, but you're trying to divert it by going sideways, mm-hmm. the ship is going to capsize, right? So the only way to face the storm is head on. you got to go in through it. So God is storm. face the storm, don't fear the storm. Face the storm, do not fear the storm. Face the storm, do not fear the storm. Go straight on into you. You will never solve a problem by ignoring it. God didn't say when you go through the storm, it will be easy, right? But he said, I will be with you. God didn't say it will be easy getting through what you're going through right now. He didn't say that. But he said, I will be with you, and you're going to make it. So God is saying, I know it's not easy. I know you're feeling the pain. But he said, my child. I am with you, and you will make it because I have overcome. Yes. I have overcome the world. That's Hallelujah. I have overcome. Mm-hmm. When you're going through the storm, you've got to stand on the promises of God. Stand on the promises of God. Verse 25 says, Wherefore, therefore keep up your courage, men, For I believe, God, that it will turn out exactly as I have been told. 
understanding. God, God already told Paul it was going to be okay. So God said, so Paul was saying to them, take courage. For I believe God that it will turn out exactly as he has told me. So tonight, God will keep his promises, children of God. God will keep his promises. God did not say the ship will make it. We, we all missed that. He never said the ship is going to make it then. But he said, you will make it. Right. Right? So even when circumstances around you is falling away, like everything around you is falling down, it's crumbling, you don't look at that and say, oh, my God, I'm going to die now. I'm losing everything. Lose everything. But God said, you will not lose. You will make it. Some things will be lost, but you will be saved. The ship wants to make it, but you will. Yeah, we will all want the ship to make it, but the ship will not make it. You will. So that's God's promises to you, that you will make it. Stand on, accept, and believe it tonight. Stand on his promises. Stand on his word. Believe it. So right now you might be facing a problem, you know, in conclusion. You might be facing a problem, a storm in your life right now. You might feel battered and torn. You know, you might feel like you haven't seen daylight for 14 days. And you think, God, I can't see my way out. I, I don't know what to do. You know, life has just taken a toll on you. And you might feel like you're going to pieces, like you're cracking up, you're falling apart. And you do not feel like your dreams will never come true. You feel like nothing you do amounts to anything. You might feel like you never accomplish God's will for your life, you know. You say, boy, God, I've been serving you for so long, and I just I, I feel like I haven't accomplished what you want for my life. But God is saying tonight, don't give up. Don't become anxious and afraid. Don't allow yourself to drift apart from your dreams and from your God-given desires. Don't throw away the things that you need to make it through the storms. You don't throw away your convictions. Don't throw away your relationship with God because sometimes we go through a situation and we're ready to throw away God, the relationship with God because it's not working out and we're not seeing the end results. You know, we stop going to church. We stop going to Bible study. We stop reading the Bible. We stop praying. We stop seeking His face. And God is saying, don't give that up. Don't throw that away. Don't give up your hope. You know, and, you know, the interesting thing about this story in, in Acts 27 is that everything was falling apart in the storm except Paul. Mm-hmm. Everything was falling apart in the storm except Paul. Why wasn't Paul falling apart? Paul wasn't falling apart because his confidence was in God, not in the ship. He was on the same ship with all of them. But he was not falling apart because his confidence was yeah. in God, not in the ship. Just like the psalmist David says, some trust in chariots, some in horses, but we will trust in God. So you're going through some storms, right? And if you if you, if you have brought the storm on your own life, all you got to do is repent, change. And God, ask God to help you change. If it's Satan brought it in your life, hey, the Bible says resist the devil, and he will flee. So do a little spiritual warfare and resist 
what he's trying to do to you. That's what the word of God says. If you submit yourself to God, he says, resist the devil and he shall flee. So if, it, if you notice that it's the work of the devil, all you got to do is go into spiritual warfare and resist what he's, if he's, if he's trying to bring down your ministry, you will know if he's trying to attack your children, you just got to war, you just got to war and resist him. So, and if it's God, because remember we, in the beginning we said it can come from different places, yourself, Satan, or God. So if God brought this problem in your life, you need to just relax. <laughs> Mm-hmm. That's it. Relax. If God is the orchestra of the storm, yeah. relax. That's right. Regardless of wherever, it doesn't even matter where it's coming from. Relax and trust God. Ask mm-hmm. God, what do you want me to learn from this situation? Put yeah. your confidence in him. You know, I'm, I'm going to share just this little part of my life with you. I remember when, when I was I was looking to get status in Canada, and everybody says, no, 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 it's best to go home. It's not gonna happen. Even my mom, my mom said, oh no, my child come home before they deport you, and everybody's like, no, it's not gonna happen for you. It's not gonna happen for you. But I did not even listen to them. That was the majority. The majority said it's not gonna happen. The majority says just go home. That's the majority. And I said no. God said that he will make rivers in my wilderness. God said he will make every crooked path straight. God said he will open the windows of heaven and mm-hmm. pour out a blessing in my life. Mm-hmm. So I stand on God. I stand on his promise. He told me in his word that he will restore what the palmer worm and the canker worm have stolen. Hallelujah, I walked into the immigration office. God gave me Joel too. He said, I will restore. And I stand on his word. I did, I, I did not waver. I did not look to the left. I did not look to the right. I said, okay, God, you said you're going to do it. You're going to do it. So tonight, the storms, they come, and the storms are not easy. Sometimes the storm knock us flat on our faces. Mm-hmm. I've there and you knock the wind out of you literally you cannot catch your breath you cannot feel the ground under you and you're like oh my god i'm gonna die that that's how you feel but god says it is only for your good that will work together for your good that the storms will perfect with things concerning you that the storms will move and shaped you into that which he has called you to be. Hallelujah. Called us into greatness. He said that he has called us to be the head and not the tail. He said he has called us to be the royal priesthood, a peculiar people. He has called us to show forth his excellence. Mm -hmm. So God is saying to us tonight, and you know, it's something that I've battled with a long time when I face storms. I always go like, oh, not again. Not another one. I just came out of one. Couldn't I just have like a little vacation time? You know, and that's how I was looking at it. But from now, from when I when I research this, when God gave me this word, I no longer look at it that way. I start to say, okay, God, do what you need to do in me. Perfect what you need to perfect. Remove what you need to remove. Because I know that after this, that I will be greater. After this, 
I will have strength. After this, the enemy is going to run. After this, you, I'm going to have the power that you said that I should bind and I should lose and I should call for the things as if they were mm. a position. Because God is saying that he's calling us to a higher level. He's calling us to the place that he has made us to stand because we are not yet operating in that place. So tonight I'm encouraging you. You know, that whatever situation that you're going through, God is saying to you tonight, ride it, ride your storm. Go straight into it. Embrace, embrace your storm. It sounds weird. Embrace your storm because the storm is going to remove the things that are hindering you. It's going to sift, it's going to sift out those things that is not necessary for you right now. And it's going to leave the things that are needed. And God is going to use the remnant that remain to rebuild. He's going to build and mold you into that person that he has called you to. So I'm encouraging you tonight, children of God, whatever the storm, it doesn't matter. God is saying it doesn't matter what the storm is. Relax. Relax. Relax and trust me, God, to do what I say that I will do. So like... Mm -hmm. So be encouraged. I hope this word has brought, you know, some level of relaxation as it for me. Oh, <laughs> if, you, if you notice, I was very relaxed during this, this talk because that's what the word of God did for me. And, and in back, it, I, I just, I became very calm because I went through a week that was not very comfortable, but I was relaxed, you know, yeah. and I said, I give God thanks because I was looking at the storm the wrong way. And I wasn't recognizing that God was calling me to higher heights and God was calling me to greatness. And in order for greatness to come forth, the storm has to come to build. The storm has to come to build character. The storm has to come to strengthen me so that I'll be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. So, children of God, be encouraged that it's for your good. All things working together. God bless you. Amen. God bless you. Oh, oh, oh my God. Glory to God. Thank you. I praise you, oh God. I glorify you. I thank you, Lord God, for this word tonight, God. I thank you for the way that you delivered it to us, oh God. I thank you, oh God, for your love and your tender mercies, oh God, towards your children. And Father God, even now I place your servant before you, oh God. Minister Lodge, oh God, I ask, oh God, that you will anoint her from the crown of her head to the soles of her feet once more. In the name of Jesus, I ask you, mighty God of Daniel, to pour back into her all that she poured out to bring forth, oh God, this word that you gave her, oh God, for this line tonight, in the mighty name of Jesus. Even now, Father God, I ask that you will build a hedge of protection around her that cannot be penetrated by the enemy. I ask, oh God, that you will, oh God, anoint her afresh, oh God. I ask, oh God, that you will bind up, oh God, every backlashing spirit, bind up every retaliation 
healed in spirit in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Lord God, I thank you, O oh God, for where you're taking her, O oh God. I thank you, O oh God, for downloading into her, O oh God, in the name of Jesus. Watch over her family, O oh God. Watch over her children, her husband, O oh God, her ministry, O oh God. I plead the blood of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, and I thank you, Lord God, that no weapons that are formed against her shall prosper, Lord God, and any tongue that dares to rise up against her, O oh God, in judgment is already condemned in the name of Jesus. Bless her once more, O oh God, and I ask, O oh God, hallelujah, that everyone that had an ear to hear, O oh God, heard what the Spirit of the Lord had to say to us tonight in Jesus' name, amen. Amen. You know, sis, as I listen to you, I'm like, oh, my goodness. You know, I hope Bishop doesn't get upset with me, you know, because, you know, I, I, I see you. I see you, woman of God. I see you going places. I see you teaching. I see you preaching. Glory to God. You know, I love, I love your praise and worship ministry. I love it. I love when I walk into church on a Sunday morning. Uh, you know, and I, I don't mind showing up after you've began praise and worship because when I walk into it, it's just, I mean, it brings me to my knees. Glory to God. You, uh, you know, when you lead the church in praise and worship, I fall down on my face, glory to God, and I just have to praise God and worship God, but I'm telling you, woman of God, there is mm-hmm. something more in addition, in addition to that, there's so much inside of you, and I thank God for, you know, uh, allowing you to come and bless us tonight, hallelujah, glory to God, what, you know, why, why did the storm happen in our lives? You know, mm-hmm. what can we learn, you know, when we're going through the storm? And, you know, something, you touched on something that makes so much sense. It makes so much sense. Uh, you know, yes, when we're going through a storm, it is painful, just mm-hmm. like childbirth. Amen? Yes. It's so yes. painful. But what happens, glory to God, when you go through all that Pain, when you go through the contractions and you go through, you know, the rim of fire and you go through all of that, what takes place? A baby comes, a baby comes forth. Yes, yes. Yes. A baby comes forth, glory to God. And so, you know, if we just keep that in mind, you know, that when we're going through a painful storm, it's because we're about to give something wonderful, glory to God. We're about to give birth, folks, glory to God. And you know, the other thing that I was thinking about as you were ministering, woman of God, I mean, I could, you know, I could, you know, refuse to go through the storm, Yes. But it's not gonna make a difference. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not gonna make a difference. When God ordains you to go through a storm, you're gonna go through yes. that storm. Mm-hmm. You it can better. complain as much as you want to. It's yes. not gonna stop storm. You could mm-hmm. whine as much as you want to. The storm is going to continue. So might as well as Sister Andrea would sing right, right. Storm. storm. 
Ride out the storm. Glory to God. Hallelujah. You know, go just get 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 right there into the eye of the storm because that's where yes. Jesus is, you know? Yes. And that's where it is most peaceful. When everything mm-hmm. around you is raging and roaring and, and, and noise, you just go to the eye of the storm. Yes. And the rest. Oh, to the eye of the storm. Oh, yes. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I bless God for you. I thank God for you. You know, um, there's something wonderful, glory to God, in you. And I thank God that I'm witnessing the manifestation of what God has placed on the inside of you. Glory to God. You know, I said this to you before, I think the last time that you spoke on this line, all the things that you experience, you know, those are your storms to get you ready for this that you're giving birth to. Glory to God. Glory to God. Your life, your life, all the circumstances, all the issues, all the pain, all the pain that you've experienced in your life, the ones that you've shared with us here and and the things that you haven't shared. Glory to God. God, You know, God is using all of your experience. Yes. you know, to push you into the ministry that he has ordained for you. Just like he told Jeremiah, you know, before you were formed in your mother's womb, I knew you. I knew you. God knew you, my sister. God knew you, and he ordained you. He sanctified you. Glory to God. And I'm grateful. I am so grateful. Hallelujah. That. You are, you know, you are among us. You are among us in this ministry because there's so much inside of you that you need to download so the people of God can hear it. And I thank you, I thank you, I thank you for saying yes. And I thank you for seeking the face of God so that he can, you know, draw out what is already placed on the inside of you to bless us, including me, on the prayer line. Glory to God. Hallelujah. At this time, I'm going to open up the line for anyone who has it. I'm going to ask for all three, um, your testimony, your comments, and your prayer requests. Amen. 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 I'm praising the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Wow. <laughs> wow. I have to laugh. Um, this is Alicia. Hi, Pastor Marie. Hi, dear. <laughs> God bless you. Now, first of all, I thank God for considering you to go through the things that you had gone through in your life. Because I hadn't if you hadn't got if you hadn't gone through those storms in life, you couldn't present a word at this tonight. So I thank God for considering you. And I know that when when you was going through those storms, you didn't see it as purpose. You oh, saw yes. it as pain. You saw it as pain. And I can and I can I can go back again and say that you can go back and tell God if you haven't done it and that maybe to based on how you preach, I know you can thank him 
for considering you because it's not everybody is considered. You know, Job was considered because he said, have you considered my servant Job? So whenever we are considered to go through certain things in our life, um, run with it because it's not everybody is considered. You know, I could, you know, I could just say amen to what you to what you say what your your word tonight. I have to put my little intake because you you so many areas in my life that I I am going through, and uh, you know. I, I I can say to people now because I am a people person and I will go and start a conversation with even people who I don't know to the point where I'm saying I thank God for considering me. The storm that I have been through in my life, mm. you know, I, I have seen I have seen where I have been developed. I have seen where those, those storms mold me, those storms make me. Because, you know, if, if God hadn't put me through those storms, I don't know. I mean, you know, my light wouldn't be shining. I I, I, I wouldn't be where I'm at in my Christian life today had, had it not been for those storms. And I, even, even in my, my current situation now, you know, I remember I used to cry to God and said, you know, this job is so hard. It couldn't be just hard because of hard sake. I said, what are you teaching me, God? Because there got to be a lesson in this because it couldn't have been just hard out of hard sake. You know, because, and because of my disobedience. Sometimes we have to learn the hardest way with the hardest way, and God will do that. You know, God will take us into a place of isolation. God will take us into some desert, you know, where we don't have no access to people. We don't have to depend on him and him alone. And I know without a shadow of a doubt, you know, we lives will never be the same because I can relate to what you said tonight. I, I smile a lot, you know, while you was preaching because I say, you know, from the first time you came here, I just I just love on you. Because, you know, so many things you touched, so many experiences that you, you shared, I, I can relate. I can relate. And, you know, had it not been for the side where we do this, but I thank God that, you know, even during the storms, he's He's right there with us. You know, they always say the teacher is always quiet um, through the test. So I thank God for your obedience. Thank God again for considering you. I thank God for coming to, you know, you know for, um, I thank God for Pastor Marie to listen to the voice of the Holy Spirit. You know, sometimes you really have to step out of bounds. You know, you're not only just a, a um, leader, you, uh, you, there is more into you, and you know sometimes somebody just have to come and get, kick your foot a little, for, you know, and say no, there is more in you. Maybe I use the wrong term, but you understand what I mean. You know, to come forth because people need to hear this. People, people need, people need to hear this. People is going, and they don't even know how to to to, to handle it. People don't in even. If you don't even know that these storms come sometimes and we blame the devil, it's always the devil, you know. God set us up. God set us up. So, you know, let me be quiet because I will talk on that because you just come into my, you just come to my space. Yeah. You just come into my space. I thank God for you and I thank God for your life. And I, again, I will say thank God for considering you to the point that he has taken you through. God bless each and every one of you tonight. Amen. Amen.
You know, um, something else that I, I thought about, you know, as um, as you were uh, teaching us, woman of God, I I thought about the, the you know while we're going through the storms, and we recognize, and you know, we recognize that we're going through the storm. It pushes us to rely on God. Yes. You know, it, it pushes us to re- to rely on God um, because you know we 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 don't know how to how to get out of it. We don't know what to do, um, and we can't get out of it because you know it's um, the, the storms you know uh, in our lives are ordained. And yes, we can't it. No, but, you know while we're going through. You know, all we can do is to, what's the song that got us before we, you know, before the word came, I surrender all. I surrender all. Nothing. Nothing whatsoever, Father. Nothing. I surrender. I give myself to you. I give my all to you. I am relying 100% on you. Hallelujah. Yes. 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 Glory to God. Yes, Pastor. I had, Daddy. I, mean, I had no idea what the woman of God was going to preach tonight. None, oh. whatso- none whatsoever. But God knew. Amen. And God prepared our hearts to get ready to receive this word so that we can realize that, yes, yes, we may be going through. And, and I, you know, I guarantee that more than half the people on this line this morning are going through or you've gone through or you're about to go through. Yes. Yes, Pastor. Yes. Okay. You're about to go through if you're not going. I'm going through. I'm going through. I'm going through so much that you know. I'm. I'm just. I'm drinking. Okay. You know. Okay. I, I, I'm just. You know, like God. Yes. I can't do this on my own. Yes. I can't yes. Rescue myself. Yes. God, all I can do is to trust in you. Trust you. Just to rely upon you. Mm-hmm. Because I can't do this by myself. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. I got. I gotta be totally surrendered. Yes. Glory to God. Uh, yes. Something else. I, I got another image, and I know I'm talking a lot. You know. Um. You know. Hold, just stick a pin in your thoughts, folks. Something I saw. Um. I don't remember who it was. Some. You know. One of the ministry members. Um, posted a video of um, a little baby um, that came out the back door, walked out to the pool, fell in the pool, and um, instinctly, or he was, he, he or she, I think it's a boy because it's in blue, I'm, I'm assuming, he or she was taught, and, you know, she, he or she, okay, the baby, flipped over on his back, and started to float. Kept his face above the water. I'm saying his for sake of, of, of the conversation. Kept his face above the water. Hallelujah. And was just floating. 
He wasn't kicking and screaming and panicking. And the woman of God, you mentioned that. And I remember when the devil tried to kill me, um, one of the times when the devil tried to kill me, and I almost drowned. Yeah. Why I almost drowned was I panicked. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. I panicked. I was a swimmer. You know, I was a, a proper swimmer, wasn't afraid of the deep end, nothing. But I panicked. I swallowed water, and I almost drowned, but thank God for angels, because an angel, because nobody saw this man, and I didn't see him afterwards, and he was the most beautiful creature I've ever seen. An angel came, grabbed me, and brought me out so that I, so that I could, uh, listen to this, stand. Yeah. So that I could stand. Hallelujah. But I almost drowned when I was Panicking. Yes. 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 But yes. God rescued me and brought me far out enough that I could stand. Yes. I, yes. Thought, I thought about the baby on his back. Mm-hmm. You know? Just relax, just floating. Yes. And that's how we should be in the midst of a storm, you yes. know? Instead God. of trying to fight our way through it. Thank you, Jesus. It's just yeah. going to mess us up if we do that. Yeah. Yeah. Stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. Anyone else? You've got a comment. You've got a testimony. You've got a prayer request. The line is still open. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Good night. Good night, everyone. Glory. God bless you. Good morning. My wonderful, wonderful sister, Felicia. Glory to God. What okay. a word. Mm-hmm. What a Great teaching. Yes. Tremendously blessed. Yes. Oh, yes. I'm tremendously blessed. You know, you know, stormy wind may blow. Hallelujah. But God is saying, you know, on, in, in the ship of life, you know, we are sailing. Yes. But, you know, Jesus Christ, he is our pilot and he's with us. He promised never to leave us, nor forsake us. I know all of us have to go through a storm. Sometimes there are many storms that we have to go through. But what God is saying, because as Paul told the people in that that ship, stay on board. So when it's, you know, storm and blow, (laughs) let us not leave. His ship, stay on board. I know Jesus will see us through. Just let our anchor hold, you know, steadfast and sure on the solid rock. That's where we need to hitch our anchor and stay on board. You know, don't get discouraged. Don't give up. Just stay on board. Until Jesus says, peace, be still. No, he's still Mm -hmm. this storm. And as the disciples say, what manner of man is this? Even the the wind and and the sea obey him. So all we have to look to Jesus. Uh He is our captain. He's the one who is directing the ship. And you know why he allow us 
you know, to go to stormy trials, to go to stormy gale, to go even to hurricane. Hmm. But he will bring a car, yeah, you know, yeah. or have a greatness, Thomas. One day, there will be a calm. Just hold on. Stand more believers. Don't give up. Because, you know, we have to go through storms in our life. And as long as you are a Christian, we have to go through storms. You know, just, just stay calm. Don't give up. You know, help is on the way. Jesus, we'll see you through. Hallelujah. You know, right now I'm going through a little storm, you know, with my back past submarine. Um, With this, this, um, my vertebrae, which is out of line. And I've been to the chiropractor 17 times. Mm -hmm. And, you know, without no improvement. And I, you know, when my, my um, I think it was a, a Monday, I went to my primary care doctor who sent me to the chiropractor and he said, you know, well, he recommend me, me, me now to go through some spine specialist to give me three injections in my spine, which I don't want. Mm-hmm. A lot of people advise me not, not, to, not to do it, you know, and uh I want to get over this because, you know, I want to go to our celebration in Ireland. You know, I can't sit for more than half an hour. It is very painful in my in my thigh and in my hip. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I know the Lord is going to see me through this storm. I know it was hurting bad the other day before you left for, um, for Jamaica. You prayed and, you know, it improved. And then... um. I think the devil caused it to, to act upon me again. And another brother anointed it and prayed for me on Monday night. It is really not hurting that, you know, my back doesn't hurt, it just my, my, my thigh hurt when I sit up long and my, my, my right leg is, yeah, the toes are numb and some heat is just a sensation of, like heat is coming through the bottom of my foot. But, you know, but whether I can walk or stand or run or not, Pastor Murray, I'm coming. <laughs> mm. I'm coming to Orlando. Glory you know, to God. It's not going to be, me, you know. Glory so whatever storm Satan wants to put on me, Jesus, you know, is going to bring a calm. And I know by that time things are going to get far better. So I'm going to ask you to kind of pray for me. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't really want to get this, this injection in my in my spine. I don't know what will happen. I'm going to ask God to do his work, his surgery, his injection, and set me free. You know, so just please be still and everything will be okay. I remember when I was going through another storm past the marine when I had this cancer on my throat and my, and my vocal cord and I couldn't talk and you pray for me and within a few days I was totally 
completely healed. The doctor is, is amazed. And I'm still healed. So, Amen. Please pray for me uh, again. Brother, Brother Swap, um, I, this is a position that I'm seeing right now. Yes. So if you are able to, whether you can do it physically or spiritually, mm-hmm. I see you kneeling down with your face to the ground. Mm-hmm. If you are able to do this right now, I'm yeah, going to ask you to do so so that I can pray with you. Yes. Glory to God. Yeah, I don't want to kneel and it doesn't bother me. I don't want to sit, you know. I can, okay, so I can, can you do that for me? I, just see, I see you in a position kneeling down with yes. your face to the ground. Okay. Glory to God. And as Let you do that, Glory to God. As you do that, I see, I see angels. Yes, Dr. Jesus. Hallelujah. I see angels massaging your Hallelujah. I see them on the right side. Oh, glory to God. Left side. I see them behind you. I see them by your head. And they're just massaging. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Fathers, I come before you once more. I come as humbly as I know how to, oh God. Yet I come boldly because I believe that you are the prayer answering God. God, I ask even now that you will forgive me of all my sins. Forgive all my iniquities, all my trespasses, all my transgressions in the mighty Amakos. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, your one and only begotten Son, hallelujah. Father God, even now as I repent, O God, of all my sins, O God, hallelujah, all my iniquities, all my transgressions, I ask that you will cover them, O God, hallelujah, with the blood of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. And I ask, O God, that you will cleanse me from all unrighteousness according to your words, oh God. God, I know I cannot enter, oh God, your throne room. I cannot come and place petitions before you if I have sin in my life, oh God. I repent right now, oh God. Wash me and I shall be whiter than snow. Lord God, I place your servant evangelist Cassell Swap before you right now. I ask, oh God, even now, hallelujah, oh God, even now that you will touch him, oh God, from the crown of his head to the soles of his feet. Lord God, even now, hallelujah, I speak the word of faith, oh God. I speak the word of healing. Oh, Angelus Cassell, right now, in the name of Jesus God, I believe your word, oh God, that with by your stripes, my God, Evangelist Cassell Swap is healed in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. So, God, right now, I demand and I command, oh God, is vertebrae, oh God, according to the way that you created it to function, oh God. And, Lord God, even now I ask that you remove, oh God, everything yes. from the root cause in the name yes. of Jesus. Lord God, they're talking about injection, oh God. Yeah, Lord. I am asking you, oh God, for a holy ghost, supernatural injection, oh God. Oh, 
to remove all oh, God's information. Remove the infirmity right oh, now in the name of Jesus. Oh, God, in the name of Jesus, I ask, oh God, you will touch his spine, oh God. You will touch every cell in his body right now. You will touch every organ in his body right now in the name of Jesus. Lord God, I charge, oh God, his body, oh God, hallelujah, the temple of the Holy Spirit in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth and the authority of the Holy Spirit and be made whole. In the name of Jesus, God, He is your servant, oh God. Thank you, God. God, you have healed him before, oh God. Yes, and I Lord. know that you can do it again, oh God. Do it again, Lord. Same God, yes, in the name of Jesus. And forever, you have yes, not Lord. changed. You will not change. Lord, God, you have given him testimonies before. Lord, another testimony right now in the name Thank of you, God. Jesus, Father God, not my will, not Thank His you, God. will, but your will be done in the name of Jesus. And I know, God, it is you, oh God, your, oh, your people are healed, oh God. I know that it is God. your will, oh God, that his body, oh God, hallelujah, functions, oh God, to 100% capacity. And Father yes, God, as you heal him from this issue, oh God, I ask, oh God, you will add years to his life, oh God, That's in the God. name of Jesus, strengthen him, oh God, strengthen, oh God, every muscle in his body, every bone in his body, strengthen, oh God, hallelujah. Oh, in the Lord. name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Father God, I thank you, oh God, for filling him up, oh God. Hallelujah. Thank you, God. With your Holy Spirit and your healing virtue right now. Thank you, Lord. In the Jesus. name of Jesus. We Hallelujah. Thank you, oh God, and we thank, thank you, oh God. God. Hallelujah. For all that you've done, oh God, and all thank that you God. will continue to do. Thank Father God, Jesus. we pray in the only name that I we know how. Thank you, Lord. I work. In the name of you Jesus Christ, never been. Lord God, we say hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, God. What a wonder you are. Thank you, Thank you, Lord. 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 Thank you, as you feel him, oh God, physically, oh God. Lord God, I ask for financial blessing, oh God, for Evangelist Cassell Swap. I'm asking you, oh God, to open up the windows of heaven, oh God, and pour out upon him, oh God, that he does not have enough room to contain oh, in the mighty name of Jesus. God, I know that you're faithful, oh God. Hallelujah. You said that we should call upon you, oh God. And you will hear us and answer us, O oh God. And I know, Father God, that you hear me right now, O oh God. Because, God, you are the covenant-keeping God. You keep your words. Hallelujah. Oh, and God, thank you. In Jesus' name, Praise amen. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Lord. Glory amen. to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Anyone else? Anyone else? You've got, um, you've got a comment or spare request. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord, everyone. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Um, if y'all can hold your phones back for a minute, I just have to let out a praise on this word on tonight. Hallelujah. 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 H
God, we're going to trouble you tonight, oh God, because we need, oh God, we need you to touch this child tonight, right now, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Lord God, whatever the enemy, oh God, is trying to throw on him, oh God, we reverse tonight, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Lord God, we claim him to be another Jeremiah in your kingdom, oh God, in the name of Jesus. Father God, right now, we drive back, we send back the spirit of infirmity, oh God, in the name of Jesus. Lord God, whatever, oh God, is affecting him, oh God, hallelujah, that's affecting his legs, oh God, that's uh, preventing him from hallelujah. Ranking, oh God. I am asking you, mighty Father, oh God, to reverse the right now in the name of Jesus. Father God, I know, oh God, that you can do anything but share, oh God. I know, God, that you are the prayer answer, oh God. Hallelujah. Father God, here we are, oh God, in a midnight hour, oh God. And Father God, I am asking you, oh God, to hear us and answer us right now, oh God, in the name of Jesus. Father God, we place jail on before you, oh God. We cry out to you tonight, oh God, hallelujah. We ask, oh God, that you will bind the, oh God, hallelujah, the wicked adversary in the name of Jesus. We ask, oh God, hallelujah, that, oh God, that you will send back this infirmity, oh God, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Lord God, we call for this healing right now, oh God. We call for this healing right now, oh God. We command him to be healed right now by the stripes of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. In the name, yeah, my in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, Lord God, we thank you, O God, for hearing. We thank you, O God, for answering, O God. We thank you, O God, for finding out the wicked plans of the enemy, O God. We thank you, O God, for My God, my God, my God, the father's son's charge, O God, he is here. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. I give you Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you, God. I know you can do it, oh God. I know you are the healer. I know you are the great I know you are Jehovah Rapha. I know you are God. Glorious in God, I don't need to guess. I don't need to ask anybody else. I know you are the healer. Amen. 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 
you know, I'm laying down here and I'm I'm listening. I'm like, God, you are so good. Confirmation to the spirit. The purpose for the storms that we go through in life. And when you come to remind us that there is a purpose, just say, Lord, what is it you're teaching? Hallelujah. What is it? Where am I going? What do you want me to do? What you know? He, he wants our attention, and sometimes we blame the storm. But as the word came forward tonight, that sometimes the storm is there to protect us. It's there to direct us and hold us. And when we come out through these storms, we will know that God didn't. He didn't kill us in the storm. So he has a purpose for us in life, in this life, as long as we hold on to him and know that we should put our hands in his hands. Because sometimes we're too busy. Sometimes we don't have time to pray. We have time to do everything else. But then sometimes we have to listen and be calm and be still because God is still God. This is a word that should keep us humble. This is a word that should keep us seeking after him. And this is a word that came right on time. Because sometimes we will we will drown in we will drown in a spoon of water. We will walk through with depression, thinking that we have it all in control. And God is in control. There is a purpose. Thank you, God. Purpose for everything. In our lives, as long as we place our lives in God's hands, He will take care of us. Sometimes we go ahead of ourselves, and God wants us to just just relax, just take it easy. I got this. You know, He said, when you go through the storms, I'm with you. And through the rivers, they shall show you. When you pass through the water, you will not be burned. And I'm telling you, this is awesome word. When we go through life, it's a daily process. It's a learning process. And I'm, I'm, I'm sorry I didn't get to write down, you know, what all of, all of what we've gone through because sometimes we have to go it over and we have to, to sit and meditate on it to say, yes, God, yes. Why? What is the reason? How do you want me to handle it? And then at the end of the day, I just want God to say, thank you, my daughter, because you know what? We are processing, and we are not babies anymore on this line. We are, we are, we are not drinking milk anymore. God is showing us something. We have to go through. It's no easy life for Christians. Christians have to go through. And we can, we, as, 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 as the woman of God said, uh, following the crowd is, is, you know, the popularity and the, because the world is doing this and the world is doing that. Sometimes we have to stand, of, stand our own in order to be who God wants us to be. Because if, if we are different, sometimes we don't fit in, and that's okay. It is a confirmation again. I'm getting so much confirmation tonight. It's another confirmation to say, you don't have to fit in. You don't have to be like everybody. You don't have to be in the crowd, because sometimes the crowd is not going in the right direction, and it's okay to criticize, and it's okay not to be like everybody else. Thank God for that. God is 
good God. And tonight I just want to thank Pastor Marine again because a woman of God, when you hear from God and you said, go forth with the word. And when you follow into tonight, today when you were pressing with the song, God was just saying, press into your purpose because he has to empty us of ourselves because sometimes we're too full of us and think that we can work our way through and we can do this and we can do that. When God wants to do so much for us, well, because we think we can, we have the strength to do it for ourselves. As we go through this life and go through these storms, last year's storm will make us even like pure gold this year. We may cry last year. We may suffer last year. We, may, we, we, may, we, we go through we may, we, you know, we still going through, but God has a purpose, and trust me, there is a purpose every time we go through something in life. If we put our hands in the hands of the, uh, of the master, he will shape us into form, and he will form us in the way we ought to be, and we will be humbled. We will be so humbled, and God is a good, good God. Pastor Marine, All the time. I'll, I'll tell you this that um in 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 my walk of life um god has been god has been teaching me and i have just you know you know for the past couple of years and and the growth on, and being here on on simple word ministry and with all the words that we've been getting and you know each time i go through life I've just learned to say yes, Lord. What it is that you're teaching me, and and it has to it has to be, you know, getting the word and understanding the word more. Because the more you stay in the word, the more it you know you learn what God is doing. Even if you're even you know just like the lady the, the woman of God said, he said when you're having children, there's a pain. There's a pain in the process. So when we go through, even if it's a painful process, know that God has something beautiful at the end. We might not see it. And sometimes the end is not next year or next month or, or whatever. But God, there's something good in it. God has something good for us. And I'm so looking forward to Orlando on the 18th because I know that it's, it's just going to be life-changing. It, I mean, we, our lives have already been, been turned around and moving in different directions, but it's just going to be a different time when God is going to do a wonderful work in us when we come together, and I'm just looking forward to it. So I bless each and every one this morning because it is a good thing to come together in unity. We're, you, in you, we're united on the line, and boy, when we get together, it's going to be amazing. I don't know if oh, the things are going to be enough, but no God, glory is, to God what he's doing, and he will, he will do what he chooses to do. So I just bless God for, for what he's doing in our lives, and thank him for, for continuing to, to show you the way to go and how to do what you do, and continue being obedient to God and hearing from God. God bless you all this morning. Praise God. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. To God be the glory. To God be the glory. You know, um, I, it's funny because when I hear when I hear folks um speaking, um, I'm like, wow, because I don't set out to do certain things. I'm just obedient. 
yeah. to the leading of the Holy Spirit. You know, and, and and sometimes sometimes I'll do things or approach um approach folks and and it's it's because God has directed me you yep. know towards uh, towards a person you know. You don't want us to lose. Mm-hmm. You know, up. and and I say I say this often, and I really truly mean it. Pray for me that I will continue to hear the voice of God and to be obedient obedient. to the voice of God. Amen. Not just hear it, but to be obedient obedient. Mm -hmm. to the voice of God. Keep me me lifted up up. in in your prayers. You know... um, you know, I came back. I came back from Jamaica last Sunday and um, went back to work on Monday. And the first thing that you know, my coworker, the gentleman that said he's all in, the first thing that he said to me Monday morning as as I walked into the office was that, you know, I I am at such peace Man. with my work. He said, I have such peace. I have, and he said, I have a relationship with God. I have a relationship with him. And now he's trying, you know, to, 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 to reach out to the others who have not yet accepted Christ. You know, I know. And when I see that, oh my God, I, you know, it, it 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 breaks me. It really breaks me because, mm-hmm. you know, every time, every time, every time that I I complain about the job, which is often because, you know, yeah. folks, nobody wants to go to a job where they're not making money. Nobody wants right. to do that. You don't no. want. You don't want to be working. You know, um, from nine to six, and you're making nothing. And nothing. But when I see, when I see what God is doing, you know, in, yeah. in, in the, even even the ones that mm-hmm. were so hard, they were so. And 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 brother Swap, you would remember Cheryl. You know, from when I was at Profix and and, and this woman. Yes. Told she made my life a living hell. Uh-huh. And then, and then what happened? What happened? Now, now Cheryl is conducting Bible study and prayer meeting in her house. My oh, right. Hallelujah. <laughs> She accepted Christ, and the moment that Cheryl accepted Christ and became serious about it, I was let go from the job. I was told that my position oh. no longer existed. Oh, oh. Because purpose was purpose was was fulfilled, and now I see I see I see what's happening in this job, and I'm like, you know, yes. no month goes by and I miss my rent. No months. Happy my, glory. Rent is, my rent is paid. You know, I didn't get a commission uh, la- for for last month. I'm not gonna get a commission for this month. And guess what? My it's bills okay. are paid. My bills are paid. I'm going. I'm going. I'm going to Orlando. I keep every once in a while. I stop and the flesh takes over. And I say, how are you? 
how are you going to get to get to Florida? And then I remember who my God is. Amen. I remember who my God is, and we're going to have our celebration and everything that I want to do for us in Orlando, it's going to happen. It's going to happen because I know in whom I believe in, and I am persuaded that he is able, he's 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 able. Still able. Give it to you. He's still able. He's still able. Glory to God. So I just want, oh, yes. Sister, yes. Sister, 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 Yes. I want to be obedient. Yes. Right. Pray for me. Yes. Pray for me. Oh, yes, Glory to God. Everything Oh, let the church say amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Uh, you know God. what, Pastor Marie? Hallelujah. Yeah. Hallelujah. You are considered. Oh, Glory to God, always. Oh, bless you. Con- yeah, you are considered. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. To be, oh, you are considered. Hallelujah. Yes. Yes. James, yeah. James chapter 1, 2 to 4. I counted joy. Mm-hmm. Glory to God. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Lord. Glory to God. Nadine Blair. Nadine Blair is the Blairs. You know, the Blairs in Jamaica. And Janine yes. Yes, on she's on the radio station, um she's on, on Love One O One and yes. Yeah. And she yes. she was at the concert last um last Friday night. Very anointed very, very anointed. I mean yes. she brought yes. she brought the place down. Glory to God. I mean down. my husband yeah. did this thing as well. Amen. You know, not to this not yes. my husband did this thing as well. This is- Lord. Nadine, when she was when she was singing, when she was ministering, she pointed at me, and I'm standing there, and I'm wondering. And she pointed, and she called. She's singing. She called me. She called me up to the front of the stage, and she mm. was singing to me, pointed at me, pointing on me, and saying, "You've got to preach it. You've got to tell them. You've got to go. You've got Hallelujah. to preach. You've got to tell." And oh, folks, I mean, I just, I, 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 I don't think she knew. I don't think she knows me. She didn't. She doesn't know me. Mm-hmm. Repeating what the Holy Spirit said. Remind, remind her she's got to preach. Yes, you got to. You got, you got to. So no matter what, no matter what I'm going through, no matter what I'm being faced with, I am going to press on. The storms may be raging. I'm going to press on. Sister Andrea, I am going to ride out. Right now, Pastor, yes. Yes. Right out to storm. You are not alone. You are not alone. Hallelujah. God is right there with you. Oh, yes. Glory to God. 
Glory mm-hmm. to God. You know, a couple couple days ago when my husband picked me up at, at work, you know, I was I was in tears. I was crying. And, you know, he took my hand and, and Minister Solutia, she said this at the beginning, you know, she thanked God for Minister Daly standing by me and holding up my hand and that's exactly yes. what he does. Because mm-hmm. he took my hand and he said, Hang in there. We're gonna get, get through it. this. Get through this. Get oh, yeah. Yes, Pastor. Yeah. 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 And I was viewing the death of my choir director. And what I, what I found out, because I'm at this place now, I, I hardly talk to anyone by a phone. So I'm in a place by myself. And then it's through her death that I found out that a sister, the, 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 the following the week before, had passed out at the community day and spent a couple of days in the hospital. That was the 12th of July. Then it was my choir director who passed out in church the following week. And then, you know, when I went home, I said, I said oh, my God. I said, oh, God. Mm. I sit in the middle of those two. The one to the red, to the left, followed the week before, then my choir director, to the, I sit in the middle. So I said to God, then, God. What would happen to me if you didn't move me? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I said, what would happen to me if you didn't move me? Because I'm not saying somebody prophesied over me, no. But when I was viewing the scenario, I asked him, what would happen to me? So I said, God, God, I thank you for a, a, another chance. I thank you for setting me, pulling me aside that I can get it right. So I have to accept where I'm at. I have, I have to accept the uncomfortableness because God knows exactly what he's doing. Maybe I'm just saying, I'm, 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 I wasn't at the place. So he take me aside to give me another chance. To get it right, I, I, I couldn't. I could not believe it. So what would happen to me? Because I, I didn't know. It's too hard. I knew that somebody else was injured. I mean, got hurt. But it's like that. It's all choir members. Glory to God. Yes, I thank God for this season. So. I thank God. And as uh, Sister Salusha said, um, God allows things to happen. Because in the, during those times, he is molding and he's making. Because I know I had some stuff still inside of me that if he had called me home, I wouldn't be ready. Yes, I thank God. It's a truth. I wouldn't be ready. It's a truth. God knows our heart. We we can only pull the crowd, but God sees it beyond. So I thank God for loving me so much that He take He He draw me out to work on me. God bless you.
God bless you. Um, update, update. Um, we prayed for Jalen just now, and um, uh, Elder June wrote, "Thank you, um, Warrior Saints. Jalen has settled down since you all prayed and is now sweetly sleeping." Okay, prayer works. Glory. To God be the glory. I'm gonna ask that you all continue to pray for him. Amen. He's been he's been battling for too long. And um I I know I know when I look at what God did for my sister Stacy, I know that God is still the miracle working God. I know. And so um, you know, the surgeries and stuff that he's been faced with and all that I know can be reversed in the name of Jesus because God is still the bomb in Gilead. He is still Jehovah Rapha. He is still the great physician. So let us place him, glory to God, before the throne. Um, when we pray, just call, excuse me, let's call his name, hallelujah, Glory to God for complete and total healing in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Anyone else? Complete and total healing in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Anyone else before we pray this prayer? It's after 3 a.m. <laughs> 3.15. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Glory to God. You know, this reminds me of the days, um, Brother Sopin, we used to go to 4, 5, 6, 7 o'clock in the morning. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> we need another all-night prayer meeting. We need another all night Yes, we need that. Yeah. I'm going to oh, yes. arrange for, an all, for another all-nighter. We haven't done one in a while. Um, I think because we have so many services now, um, I haven't, yeah. but, you know, we need we need one. It's been it's, it's, it's long overdue. Uh, we'll get some, you know, mighty men and women um, to come, and we'll just have a wonderful time all night. Amen. Yep, right. All night. Glory Pastor Mary? Yes, ma'am. I think you should do the... I think you should do it before the revival. I mean, before the anniversary, I'm sorry. Oh, before the anniversary celebration? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay, all right. I'll, um, I'll, I'll check the calendar for a Friday night where I don't have any speaker and mm-hmm. um, arrange it for that night and, you know, get um, different speakers, uh, you know, to come and, um, and as well as, um, you know, ministry members to uh, minister that night, and we'll have an all-nighter. That's right. That's right, Pastor. Praise the Lord. Praise God. We give God praise. Um, If there's nobody else, um, at this time, just a reminder, um, join us later on um, at 12 noon. I will be bringing the word. Amen. Um, Don't know what it's going to be as yet, (laughs) but we give God (laughs) praise in advance for what what he will uh, place in my spirit to bring forth. Um, glory to God. There, there's some, um, there are quite a few, quite a few comments that are out there. Um, that, oh goodness, I'm, uh, I read something on my phone just now. The folks in the um, Skype room, um, all they're commenting, um, good word, um, thanking the woman of God for bringing forth the word. I'm trying to find it so I could read word for word, and I can't find it. Um, I need to go to the other computer to get it, but um, we, you know, folks, folks are um, those who can't speak out on the line are commenting um, in the chat rooms. We have two chat rooms going, and they're commenting um, regarding tonight's 
much-needed word. So again, uh, woman of God, I thank you. I thank you so much. I will give you a hug on Sunday. Glory to God. I'll go for me too, Pastor. Uh, hug her for you too. Okay, I will. Yes, okay. <laughs> Glory to God. Glory to God. Awesome, awesome. And I just noticed we have fasting tomorrow morning, but I'm bringing forth the word, so I can't go to fasting. Okay. Mm-hmm. So it will be Sunday. Okay. I found it. Um, good, minis- good ministry of the word of God. I was truly blessed. God bless the minister. God bless you all. Um, that's um, Shereen Morgan, uh, Minister Kamisha wrote, I bless God for this on-time word tonight because we are all facing storms in our lives. Yeah. I thank God for using his woman servant tonight. God bless you all. Glory to God. I found that one. Praise God. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. Um, Again, thank each and every one of you. I thank you for being here tonight. I know, amen, uh, if you did what I did at the beginning, which was just to totally surrender everything to God, I know that you were truly blessed because I'm truly blessed. I receive this word into my spirit tonight, amen. I've made my notes. Um, I'm, I'm, you know, I will make sure that I marinate, that the word is marinated in my spirit to remind me, glory to God, that there's a purpose in my storm, amen. Or what's that message that I preach? Um, there's purpose in your pain. Amen. Glory to God. Um, We thank God. We thank God for his servant tonight. I thank God for each and every one of you being here tonight. I pray God's richest blessings upon you. Let us pray. Glory to God. Father, I bless you. I glorify you, O God. I thank you once more. Father God, you truly are the awesome God. I thank you for your love and your tender mercies, O oh God. I thank you for showing up tonight on this line. I thank you for your woman servant once more, O oh God. I thank you, O oh God, for each and every person, O oh God, that you brought here tonight to hear a word from you. Father God, even now, hallelujah, I ask you, mighty God of Daniel, O oh God, to continue, O oh God, to speak. Uh, to speak to us, O oh God, through the servants, O oh God, that you have handpicked, O oh God, in the name of Jesus. And Father God, you see and you know every need, O oh God, on this line. You know every issue. You know every circumstances, O oh God. And Lord God, even now we submit to you, O oh God. We submit to your sovereignty, O oh God. We ask you in the name of Jesus, hallelujah, O oh God, to continue, O oh God, to provide, O oh God, for your people. Continue to heal your people, O oh God. Continue to set your people free, O oh God, in the name of Jesus. Father God, we thank you, O oh God, even now for touching and healing Jalen, O oh God, in the name of Jesus. Father God, we declare once more that by your son's stripes he is healed in the name of Jesus. We thank you for touching and healing Evangelist Cassell Swap, oh God. Yes, Lord. In the name of Jesus. We thank you for touching and healing, oh my God. Prophetess Tasha, oh God, in the name of Jesus. Father God, we thank you for touching and healing Minister Collington Daly, oh God. Yes, Lord. Jesus. We thank you, oh God, for touching and healing. 
husband, my mother, my sister. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. In the name of Jesus. Elder Roseanne Green, oh God, we thank you, oh God, that your healing virtue flows through her in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Lord God, I thank you, oh God, hallelujah. Oh God, for touching, oh God. Bridget's heart right now in the name of Jesus. God, you know, oh God, what she is going through, oh God. And I thank the Lord God, hallelujah, oh God, for enveloping her, oh God, in your love, oh God, in the name of Jesus. Oh God, take her, oh God, under your wings, oh God, hallelujah. Oh God, rock her in your arms, oh God, in the name of Jesus Christ. Oh God, for Sister Andrea Murray, oh God, Hallelujah. That's more than the loss of her choir director, oh God. Lord God, give her comfort, oh God. And all those who are mourning, oh God, give them comfort in the name of Jesus. Remind them, oh God, that she died in Christ, oh God. Remind them that to be absent from the body is to be present in the name of Jesus. God, I lift up, oh God, those on the line in need of a job, oh God. Oh, God, in need of a business, oh, God. Yes, Let Lord. your favor rest upon oh, them in Jesus. the name hallelujah. of Jesus. Lord God, I lift up, oh, God, hallelujah, those, oh, God, hallelujah, who are in need, oh, God, of a financial blessing, oh, God. God, you said, oh, God, that you provide the seed for the sowers, oh, God. I thank you, Lord God, for providing for your children in the name of Jesus. Father God, even now, I pray for our upcoming conference, oh God. I pray, Lord God, that you'll provide, oh God, for every person, oh God, who desires to be there, oh God. I pray that you'll provide the finances in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. I pray, God, that your favor will be upon them, oh God, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Father God, I thank you, Lord God, for almost 10 years of ministry, oh God. Lord God, help us, oh God, not to waver, oh God. Help us, oh God, to continue to go forth, oh God, hallelujah. Oh God, to spread the gospel, oh God, in the name of Jesus. Lord God, you said you look for a man who would stand in the gap, you could find none. I thank you, Lord God, for Simple Words Ministry, oh God, as we continue to stand in the gap, as we continue to intercede, oh God, hallelujah, for your people, in the name of Jesus. God, tonight I lift up every ministry, oh God, that's represented on this line, oh God. Oh God, hallelujah, even the ones that are yet to come, God, I place them before you in the name of Jesus. Keep your hands upon them, oh God. Keep them from evil, oh God. Increase, oh God. God, I pray for increase for your people tonight in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Father God, I pray, Lord God, for every person, oh God, hallelujah, who needs a blessing, oh God, whatever the blessing is, is, oh God, tonight. I pray, Lord God, hallelujah, that you will hear and answer their cries, oh God, in the name of Jesus. Father God, I thank you once more for this night, oh God. Bless and sanctify us, oh God. Lord God, as we get ready, oh God, to hang up the line, hang up from the line, oh God, I know, God, that you reside in this ministry, oh God, but God, I ask, oh God, that you will also go with each and every one of us, oh God. Lord God, I thank you for sending angels already, oh God, to prepare
care, oh God, and stand over our beds as we sleep, oh God. Lord God, multiply our sleep tonight, oh God, in the name of Jesus. God, I give you thanks for what you're doing. I give you praise for what you're about to do, oh God. Lord God, I pray in the only name that I know how, to the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, and I call it done in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Thank you so Amen. Amen. Amen.
Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.